With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Michelin tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. That's TireRack.com, TireRack.com, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. If Spike Lee being banned from MSG means the Knicks are going to win, I'm sorry, Spike. You can't come to games anymore. Well, here's the thing. I think he's part of a negotiating ploy when it comes to the new arena here in Los Angeles. The word of Steve Ballmer getting ready to buy the forum from MSG, from James Dolan. Mm Mm-hmm. I think Spike Lee's part of that package, no. and that's why he was having trouble getting Come in. Come out, put a clipper hat on, Spike. If if the Knicks if the Knicks winning somehow banning Spike Lee from MSG means the Knicks will win, he's got to he's got to take that. It's greater good, right? You got to do that, right? Well, isn't that why Fireman Ed quit for a bit? Nah, and nothing just, changed, he so he came salty. back. He was just salty. 
well, he shouldn't have been allowed to come back. Should have left that fire hat behind. But Spike Lee, your guy, fired up. Welcome inside the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon, live from the Geico Studios, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more in car insurance. More info. Visit Geico.com. Now, we have a ton of big NFL stories we're going to get to throughout the night tonight, but... You know, even when the Knicks win, they lose. What is fast rising up, becoming the number one trending topic in the country, the Knicks and James Dolan. I mean, uh, outside of Chris Matthews, who started hardball tonight, said he was retiring. They went to commercial. They came back, and it was a new guy hosting the show. I mean, you don't get a retirement show. You get a retirement segment. No, no, no. That was the negotiated before. I at least get to say goodbye, right? I get to say goodbye. Goodbye. Uh, he was canceled tonight. He, I mean, he never, was defeated. I don't quite see somebody just losing losing their show in the middle of the show. No, I think they they knew he wasn't going to really go off and blank you and blank you and right, blaming but still, people for he comes, his demise. They come back from break and it's a new person entirely. No, that's the brilliant. Show. This is now uh, somewhat hardball. Should have had uh, Daryl Hammond dressed up as Chris this. Matthews <laughs> and just carried down the show from there. But uh, yeah, no, that that was one for the afternoon. Hmm. That added that escalated quickly. <laughs> Certainly. Uh, and you asked the question, you put this out on Twitter, if Spike Lee getting banned means the Knicks will now win, well then I'm sorry, Spike. You know what? Yeah. He had a good run. Yeah, he did. Spike, he had a hell of a run. Maybe it wasn't Steve Mills, maybe it was Spike Lee. I don't know, Spike Lee was in a lot of those group photos. Right. Tonight, <laughs> the Knicks took on the Rockets. Look, the Rockets have been playing incredibly good basketball. It was a really fun game, and it came down to the final seconds. Knicks had a 21-point lead, but in typical <laughs> Knicks fashion, it came down they to let the final it seconds. all go away. <laughs> Russell Westbrook had a chance to win the game, and here's how it went. Oh, no. Come on. You didn't really think we roll on the Knicks here, did you? But that was a Rockets game, though. But it was the Rockets. Yeah, but they were losing, so we dumped out. As soon as they lost, they decided to just delete hey, those files. We got to roll on that uh, Steph Curry game with the G League team. Can you uh, switch over from the Knicks and the Rockets so we can hear that? It's more entertaining. Would they just stop this thing of him coming back uh, and just have him sign autographs? But that's a story for another time. Knicks and the Rockets. Again, they come down to the final seconds. The Knicks have the lead, the two-point lead, and Russell Westbrook takes a jumper. It's contested by Frank Nitekina. It goes off the rim. Knicks get the rebound. They win 125-123. R.J. Barrett scores 27. The Rockets take 56 threes, and they lose. So it should be a great night for the Knicks, right? Knicks win. Yeah, Leon but- Rose is the, is, has taken over as Knicks basketball president of operations. He's at the game today. It's the Leon Rose era. Everything is great. The Knicks win. They keep showing Leon Rose every five seconds in the oh, stands. Yeah. Everything is great. And then, and then this happens. Yeah, but you had R.J. Barrett getting veteran calls. Walked. Yeah, no, it, it took was like nice. nine steps on that last shot nice. he made. It was he nice. Pushed off, didn't get called yeah. for it. Oh yeah, I mean it was everything you could hope for. It was for. a great Manu Ginobili no type move. Then that was a great no move. But <laughs> nobody what, told me what happened tonight. Surrounding this, this is why the Knicks and James Dolan are trending. <laughs> Apparently, Spike Lee was denied entrance to MSG tonight. And there was some discrepancy as to why he was denied entrance. And this is some of the video that you heard right there. You're going to hear but it again. No one told me. That's Spike Lee. No one told me. He's being uh, 
held, I guess, or you know, not allowed to enter the arena wherever he was. This is like just outside Nick's offices. People are walking around. This is video that has made its way online. So it was, oh, Spike Lee is banned from MSG. James Dolan has banned Spike Lee from MSG. Right? That was the story. It's, oh, come on, really? What we're getting from the Knicks is that it was a misunderstanding. Spike Lee simply came in the wrong entrance that he's normally able uh-huh. to come into. He came in the employee they entrance, yeah, they is what he's being said. And he came yeah. in the wrong entrance, and they wouldn't let him in. According to a couple of different sources, at halftime, he talked to James Dolan about it, and they were both seen laughing about it on the court. Spike was in his normal seat. However, number one, there were no cutaways of Spike Lee during the end of this game, as there normally are when the Knicks are playing. A lot of so Leon Rose. No Spike Lee. A lot of Leon Rose. I get it. Who owns MSG? And, hey, yeah, exactly. Well, Leon Rose owns it after tonight. Uh, but here's the thing. All right, I, I get it, and hopefully things are okay with Dolan and Spike Lee. There what must a, be some what, what a great Knicks story. This is the biggest Knicks win of the year, but nope, Spike Lee not getting allowed to enter, being allowed to enter MSG. It's Spike bleeping Lee, right? Can't the guy walk in any entrance he wants to at MSG? He's been coming to every... He's been sentenced to watching every Nick game for like 30 years now. All right? I think you can let him walk into any entrance he wants to come into. It's Spike Lee! It's I mean, a lucky new, he still goes to games. No, it's a new world order. It's a new dawn. It's a new day. Bring in Buble. He'll take over. And he's feeling good. Yeah, no, um... For Spike Lee, yeah, he's had run of the plays for many years. Maybe they just finally decided they'd had enough. He was no longer welcome. He's had enough. What do you mean? He's the one guy that likes to go to Knicks Everybody games else and still, decides to no, go. No, they still show up. No, they come because they get scratch-off tickets. Yeah, that's fine, but they're still filled. It's still the mecca of basketball, even though you haven't won anything since 73. He, so he's okay with me. being identified as being a Knicks fan. That's fine. He's okay with that. But may, they're he's tra- gone through they're going, enough. No, they said they're going through rebranding. But no one told me. <laughs> I know. They're going through this rebranding. Maybe it was time to leave, leave everything. Everything from the losing ways behind. And Spike Lee is a symbol of those losing times. Uh, well, no, he was there during the winning times, too. What did they win? Eastern, they didn't win a damn Eastern thing. Conference Championships. Yeah, that's great. Uh, you know, it's okay. Yeah, and then they got to lose in the OJ series. Right. So we, that we was lost it. to the Spurs when Ewing got hurt. Yeah. And then fast, fast forward to 2020, and here's where we are. I mean, are. the fact that he's still there, God bless him. The man has great resolve. But as an organization, I mean, remember, they're also trying to jack up the rate out here on the forum. They might have to include Spike Lee. He might have to come to L.A. <laughs> hey, if that happens, that's fine. But I mean, that but might seriously, be part of the negotiations, look, look, man. If, if that's part of it, if like the devil is shown up today and said, hey, I'm looking for a soul to steal. I'm in a bind. I'm way behind. I'm looking to make a deal. You know, there are a lot of people thinking the devil's showing up any day now. Be careful how far you go with this analogy. If the devil shows up, he says, I'll start the show and fire. (laughs) Fell through his fingertips. He rosined up his bow. Um, And if he pulls the bow across the strings and it made an evil hiss. If the devil showed up and said, hey, Leon Rose, congratulations. The Knicks are going to win, but Spike Lee can't go to games. Okay. Call me. We'll, we'll get. No me. We'll get Spike in with the with the Clippers, so and that's fine, and we're all good. But seriously, outside of that, unless the devil. No he gets denied entry to a Knicks game on the same day Flavor Flav gets fired. This is just wrong. Yeah, that's a, that's a tough day. I mean, because really, the song from "Do the Right Thing" was "Fight the Power." <laughs> 
and Spike. I mean, they both go down together today. You got to explain to millennials, Mike, who the hell Flavor Flav is. <laughs> the group Public Enemy. Oh man! In the I mean, late '80s. I mean, if you said 90s. to me, "Okay, what what is more likely to happen today? Flavor Flav gets kicked out of Public Enemy, or Spike Lee?" Has difficulty entering Madison Square Garden. <laughs> oh, Flavor Flav. I just, uh, what's this world coming to? I got to say, you know, we have a lot of great fun things on the show that we play, a lot of fun drops. You know, we play that. I told you the happy Thanksgiving thing's been living forever. But oh, sure. Yeah, I don't no know. One. This this is likely no one told me. No one told me. It's- no one told me. <laughs> Now, apparently, I would guess he is saying, no one told me I couldn't come couldn't in come this way. Couldn't come through this right, way. I, I couldn't. Right. Uh, yeah. He found uh, the employee yeah. entrance had some access, didn't have to go out through the normal public entryway or wherever else they might house VIPs. Oh, my God. And, and again, as a guy who's gone there for years, I mean, tirelessly. And, yes. and, and, I, and I say that with, with all respect. I mean, the, the guy spent a lot of time. Good or like bad. When he was at the peak of his powers, he was courtside. Mm-hmm. When his career was kind of bouncing and, and critical acclaim, but commercial issues and whatever else was still there. He was constant. He wasn't a front-running guy. They didn't have to but be no winning. I know. I know. <laughs> And now to come to this, I mean, what's the this real is, story? Oh, I mean, is, what is it behind the scenes? Because a lot of folks on Twitter are going, first he did Charles Oakley wrong, and now it's Spike Lee. Systematically, everyone who has ever played for, rooted for the Knicks, is being kicked out of Madison no Square Garden. No one told me. <laughs> That's just the best right there. No one told me. No one told Oh, my God. Just trying to plead his case, but. Oh, oh Knicks, yo. Next year. They can't even get out of their own way. 125, I mean, 123, your final uh, 19th win of the year. Big game over the yeah. three point shooting rockets. Uh, all, every one of those guys, you were waiting to get a souvenir elbow mm-hmm. in the third deck. But with no the number. One told me. <laughs> <laughs> we can just play that a whole lot. It's like I'm trying to have a good analysis of the game you and I just you watched. Know, the thing is, and then that comes in. How am I keeping a straight face? There's more audio of it, but you can't really hear no, it because it starts it's, getting muffled. Yeah, it starts getting muffled and people jumbled. People are trying and, to calm them down. Yeah, hey, it's, Spike, it's okay, dude. It's Spike, it's all right. It's all right. Hey, I was a big fan of Do the Right Thing. But no one told me. That was 35 years ago. We, I, I did other movies since then. You see Inside Man? I mean, you know, maybe that's what he's saying. I don't know. Um, UCLA Dodger Frank on Twitter. Uh, he's no longer allowed, so he, he reportedly sold his tickets to a guy named Mars Blackman. No one told me. Twitter and how about a fresca? <laughs> it's going to be one of those kind of nights, Mike, man. Happy Monday. Yeah, yeah, I know. All of those. Yeah, I know. Unbelievable. <laughs> uh, we got more NBA news on the way later on this hour. But, but no one told me. <laughs> coming up next, another day, more Tom Brady rumors. What team is he now favored to but sign no with after what we saw no this past weekend? Cusio, that's coming up next right here. Jason Smith, Mike Harmon, Fox Sports Radio. But no one told me. No one told me. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought... In that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. No one told me! Uh, We got a hashtag started here. Yeah. Uh, So, use the hashtag, no one told me. And... See if you can come up with why Spike Lee, what he was being told with his now response before the Knicks game tonight of... But no one told me! As he was being denied entrance to MSG, possibly because he went in the wrong entrance. No one told me! And maybe he's being told, Spike, you you're, can't come in this entrance, you gotta come in a different one. Just got ejected! And Spike was saying... But no one told me! But if you have a better reason... Hashtag, no one told me. Yeah, what was Spike being told? What question was he answering? I mean, all of those things. Uh, your best, we'll read them over the course of the night. It's going to be fun. For instance, Spike, dude, the Knicks were eliminated from the playoffs in December. But no one told me. 
I'm saying, yeah. Nobody needs to tell yeah. him, though. That, it's, it's obvious. Well, but you know what? Hope is a dangerous thing, Frostburg. But the Knicks not making the playoffs, it's kind of obvious. That's like captain obvious. Spike, Spike, the, no, he's not here anymore. The Knicks traded Porzingis like a year ago. No one told me. I, well, you should have told him that. See, and now Porzingis starting to look more like Porzingis, too. Yeah. That's really good. Player be. of the week in the Western Conference. Exactly. Jason, you didn't clap there. You didn't clap. I didn't clap. He's not a what, Nick anymore. What happened? I don't clap. He's not he's, a Nick. That's lost, disrespectful. I lost clap. that love and feeling. I, I didn't. I didn't clap. The whole she show is gone. No, gone. Gone. No, no. He's not a Nick anymore. Whoa, I'll clap whoa, for whoa. R.J. Barrett. He had twenty-seven tonight. How about that? R.J. Barrett is the, the much maligned and often disparaged is R.J. He the Latvian Zion or the Latvian Jaw. Well, no. Where's uh, there we go. R.J. Barrett from? <laughs> Doesn't matter. We got. He's still got to be Latvian. We got to give him a home. It's no, he can't be Latvian. Still got to be Latvian. He's um. Has well, to be he's from Toronto. All right. Well, close enough. Closer to Latvia Play than we Canada. are. Canada. It's closer than we are. Uh, so <laughs> maybe he's from the Philippines, like Tebow. <laughs> <laughs> Go play for their national team. There hey, Spike. Tim Tebow's going to play for the Philippines in the World Baseball Classic. <laughs> no one told me. I, I'm telling you now. I'm telling you. Oh, this dude's going to live forever. Oh, this, 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 this. No one told me. No, it's good. This is good. This Daniel Snyder's happy. Going. Oh, good. No, no one, uh, no one in Washington's got to listen to me wishing everybody happy Thanksgiving anymore. Uh, so. We'll have more on the NBA coming up a little bit. The NBA put a big uh, missive out tonight about dealing with something that's a really big deal. But in the NFL, we spent all weekend, the rest of the NFL combine, and now, of course, here on Monday night, what is going on with Tom Brady still is the number one question of the day, week, month. No one told me. <laughs> Tom Brady and Julian Edelman and Jimmy Fallon we're at the Syracuse-North Carolina game Jimmy Saturday. Fallon. Sounds like the beginning of a joke. Okay, Tom Brady, Julian Edelman, and Jimmy Fallon at a Syracuse-North Carolina game. Yeah, but here's the thing. If Fallon knows anything, mm-hmm. he's the easiest mark in the history of man. You've watched all those Saturday Night Live skits or yeah. what he does on The Tonight Show. He breaks. That guy will break quickly. He breaks. Yeah, sure, he breaks. You could scare that out of him pretty fast or make him... You know, start laughing along with you. It's like when you're playing, you know, and talking to your kid. You start some kind of activity, and all of, all of a sudden, you know what happened at school all day. It's a beautiful thing. All the rumors at the combine that Brady's going to go. Oh, then there was some Brady's going to actually talk with Bill Belichick sometime in the next couple of days. He's going to stay. Then you had Julian Edelman say this to the cameras, and Tom Brady not look real enthused that Edelman said this. He's coming back. He's coming back. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Brady did not look happy that Edelman kept saying coming back. Well, you don't want to lose any of negotiating power. (laughs) What the hell are you doing, Julian? And then it looked like they were FaceTiming Mike Vrabel, Titans head coach. So now the odds on Brady going to the Titans have gone up in Vegas because it looked like that's who they were FaceTiming. That Julian Edelman just starts screwing with people. I'm just going to call Vrabel. I'm going to call call Vrabel. Well, because you know there's cameras everywhere. Because you know Edelman's like, I'm going to do this. this. And Brady's Brady's a guy going, dude, just don't. Just just please don't. don't. Leave me alone. stop, man. Why did I come out with you, you jerk? That's like Brady going, when can I leave? When can I leave? Like, I can't do anything because I'm Tom Brady. Edelman's, he's a lunatic. He can do whatever the hell he wants to. He can have all this crazy-ass fun, but me... I got to be the cool one. Dude, stop doing this, man. Dude, stop. Just stop, man. Just stop. Just do, just stop. <laughs> please don't. Just stop. Come on. Just, please, just stop. All right, send Fallon out there to throw balls into the crowd. <laughs> Classic misdirect, at least for a minute. Oh, boy. All right. So, again, 
let's revisit this with now the odds-on favorite being Tennessee because of the video. Yes, because that's what Brady's going to do. I'm going to make sure I FaceTime the team I'm going to in the middle of a basketball game because it's going to make it on television. How about you flip the camera around and just put up the, the number one while you're at it, too? Like it. My guy. I, I love how everything changes, but I default to this. If Brady really was staying, right, if he was going to stay in New England, would this be so awkward? Would he be so awkward at the Syracuse game? Would all of these stories be getting out? Would they all be something that that when everybody sees him, there would be any reaction to saying, ah, this is a load of crap, or Tom's going to go back? No, if he if he really was coming back, this whole situation wouldn't be as awkward as it was. It would be like it normally is for free agents if they want you to stay. Hey, we're going to try to talk and get a deal done. If you then hit free agency... Then we lose you. That's how it goes. If you really want to say, let's work it out, and if we can, great, but if we can't, then you know what? I'm going to go someplace else. But there's still the discussion and some of the other rumors, and and this is where it comes down to, uh, I'll wait and see what Jay Glazer posts on everything, because everybody else is just throwing darts, right? It is all over the map. Now you got something we had talked about a month ago, and hey, what about San Francisco getting rid of Jimmy Garoppolo and bringing Tom Brady home? Now, all of a sudden, that's starting to gain some steam and people getting excited about it because of the way Garoppolo's contract was structured. So you've got all of these these things swirling, and it's like a juggler in Vegas. Hey, let's see what else he could toss in there uh, and make a nice show and spectacle for the good people. You know, because one of the reports is also behind the scenes, they're in New England talking about, okay, what is what does it require to bring you back, right? What is Belichick's vision? What's Brady's vision? Mm-hmm. And that that's actually been going on. Right. And so, again, it comes down to who do you believe in all of this, right? Peter King sitting down at the Combine with someone who – He's supposed to be a big power broker saying, yeah, Brady's going home. What is This is all nonsense. So it's it's fun, right? It's We've gotten two months plus out of content. No, he's got to go. He's got to go. He's got to go. See, I don't think he, so. I think he, he can go no, home. He's got to go because if not, I'm going to be really pissed he's wasted all our time. Now, At this point, with all this stuff, no, you no, better go. No, this has been great. This is not an you exercise. You got to do super sleuthing. This is you not an exercise. Daniel. No, see, no, but, you well, but go what did I tell you the other day, though? Whether he in wants to end, go or not, might be he's got to go. Machiavellian no. experiment no. to see how many guys are going to jump no. in front of a microphone no. to tell their quarterback that they hate them. No. And instead, they'd rather have a 43-year-old guy he's come got, creeping look what in. He's done. He's gotten all these But that's what I mean. Everybody's mad. That's why. Why would you do this? He's the bachelor. Why would you do this? Everybody's lining up. Hey, you want to go by the windmill? Whether you Hey, let's go into the shark-infested water. Whether you wanted it's to leave times. or not, you gotta you gotta leave now. I don't care if you wanted to stay. Now you gotta go because that's just wasting all of our times. So you're making other teams hate their quarterbacks and causing all this stuff. This is great. All right, no, this you is gotta great go. Drama. You gotta go because nope. now John Gruden has to go kiss Derek Carr's ass or get rid of him. I can't believe that guy. I really want to get rid of him. He's got to figure out what they're doing with Ryan Tannehill. I had him dealt Marcus to the Bears. Mariota so <laughs> is gonna go somewhere else. You got. Him. Jameis Winston. I mean, there's so many things. Philip Rivers may take his ball and go home instead of playing football. There's so much that spins out of this. It's beautiful. What do you got, Golden Headphones? I think the real question here should be is, why was Syracuse on TV? Because oh, <laughs> they knew Tom Brady was going to be there. Uh, we're not going to be televised. Oh, Brady's coming? Oh, we're, we're on. We're on across the country. Hey, all right. Well, no, because there it was go. also Bayheim. I mean, in North Carolina. So, Roy Williams has just been cursing up a storm. Must so have been a might... slow sports weekend. <laughs> <laughs> well, look at the story there. 
that came out of it. We have Tom Brady. Uh, we also have Jason Lock and Fora coming up yeah, in 90 buddy. seconds. Uh, he'll visit with us, CBS Sports NFL Insider. What is he hearing now about Brady? What's he hearing about the Cleveland Browns? Are they really serious about trading Odell Beckham? Cleveland! Yes, and you'll find out. But first... Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Joining us now on the hotline, the aforementioned CBS Sports NFL insider, who you know I joke around with him all the time about paying more attention to Syracuse University sports or alma mater. Had you been at the game Saturday, you would have sat right behind Edelman and Brady in the FaceTiming of Mike Vrabel, Jay. You would have had that story. I'm not so sure about that. <laughs> Bayheim wasn't a real big fan of mine when I was at the Daily Orange, so I don't know, guys. I don't know that they would have let me all that close to that court, to be honest with you. You're that guy from 96 who wrote that thing about John Wallace. I've been waiting for you to come back. <laughs> yeah, I got the campus. They couldn't go. Uh, they were they were suspended my freshman year. Yeah. So, yeah, but good for that was uh, you know good for Tommy and Jules and I mean look you've you've talked about the NFL and, and sort of the whole sporting public eating out of somebody's hand right now and waiting on bated breath and reading into every tweet or every Instagram post or every facial expression this is uh, it's gonna be a wild you know another three four weeks here. You know, the thing is, and you, you know, you've talked about the Chargers being the number one destination for a while, and now certainly other teams are getting involved, and then you, you don't know who's going to wind up coming up. I just come back to this, Jay. If he really was going to stay, we wouldn't be going through all of this. If, if the number one thing was really, I'm going to stay in New England, we wouldn't be where we are with all of this storyline, all the ridiculousness top to bottom. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know that the number one thing is he's going to stay, but I know that door hasn't been closed yet either. I mean, at this point... When a player of this stature makes it clear that he's going to fully embrace free agency for all it's worth and and um, do everything in his power to figure out market value and worth and best scenario, best situation for him at this stage of his career, honestly, the best thing for the Patriots to do is stay the hell out of the way, right? Take a step back. Let all this happen. He's not going to sign a contract without at least having a conversation with Robert Kraft. You know, he's just not. So I kind of feel like they're they're playing this right. Now they've got to be able and willing and ready to step up and, you know, match these offers and, and have a plan or at least be in the ballpark and have a plan for how they're going to have a, you know, a big boy offense next year and be built to to win in the playoffs, not just built to beat bad teams in the regular season. Uh, and, and that's none of that's out of the question. Um, I'm just very interested to see what the other team's plans are. You know, what how seriously, you know, do the Chargers lay out, you know, a 10-point plan for winning the next two years with Tom Brady and ditto for the Raiders, you know, and ditto for the Titans and, you know, maybe the Bucks. But, again, a lot of these teams, I, I just have a hard time seeing Tom Brady there. I'm not one of these guys who, like, I could never envision him in anything other than a Patriots jersey. I'm not saying that. But, like, I don't see this cat finishing his career in Tampa. You know, I just, <laughs> you know, I just don't. 
Unless he comes and forces the creamsicles back into existence, it really can't happen for me, Jason. Yeah, I, well, even even with the, the swashbuckler on the helmet and the uh, <laughs> the dreamy uniforms, I'm not so sure that's going to carry the day with the goat. Hey, outside of Brady, we saw the story today that potentially the Browns could be looking into trading Odell Beckham Jr. this offseason. How real is that possibility? I think the Browns will be parting ways with some of the sort of players who embodied that brief John Dorsey era. I don't know that the value is going to be there for Odell. I don't know that you want to sell low. On a guy like that, you know, he's he's not that this surgery is a huge thing. Easy for me to say. Nobody's cutting into me, but <laughs> it's just not a good time um, to be moving him. You know, this this draft is loaded with wide receivers. I don't know how many of them are going to be Odell Beckham's, but a lot of them are going to play in the league and play in the league for a long time and do it for peanuts the first four or five years. They they do need weapons, and look, Baker Mayfield. I don't know that you want to be taking things away from Baker Mayfield right now. I I, I just don't know that that's um, where they're ultimately going to be as an organization. So I'm not sure that it happens, but it's a new regime, and they've got to be willing to listen to anything. And, you know, I, I look, I mean, if I'm the Houston Texans, I'm trading one of those receivers. Like, I just go look at their cap situation. Go factor in that, you know, at some point this offseason, you're going to have a left tackle who's going from making a million bucks to going, you know, to making twenty million. You have a quarterback who's going from making, you know, two two and a half million to thirty million or thirty five million, um, and you still have other holes. And when you're paying guys like that. You know, what are you going to do with Fuller? Are you re-signing him? And you're going to have these two two top of the line receivers. So, um, I think there's some interesting trade candidates out there, and I think Odell Beckham will engender some some conversation. I'm just not sure that a deal that makes sense for the Browns is going to materialize. Fox Sports Radio, Jason Smith Show with Mike Harbin from the Geico Studios. On the hotline with us, CBS Sports NFL Insider, our buddy friend of the show, Jason Lockenfora. Find him on Twitter, at Jason Lockenfora. Now, we played some great quotes from Jerry Jones at the end of last week, equating potentially losing Dak Prescott to that as if Steven were to leave him. Uh, could they shut him up so he stops giving up any potential bargaining power? Oh, I think at this point... I mean, it's just all baked into the cake. This is who Jerry is. This is part of the Cowboys brand. Um, it's going to be no, no, no amount of verbal bouquets or uh, award-winning Jerry sound bites is going to change the fact that Dak Prescott has no motivation to do anything right now. And let them slap that tag on you. If I'm him, if unless they're giving me. Um, unless they're making me the highest-paid quarterback in the history of the NFL, I'll play the one year for 33, and then what are you going to do? You're going you're gonna to franchise me again at a 150% raise? You know what I mean? Now we're, we're in the Kirk Cousins jackpot. Um, now we're talking about, does he want to do a three-year fully guaranteed deal? Does he want to do a five-year deal where the first four years are fully guaranteed? But you can start really calling your shot and getting pretty cute, especially when we're talking about an owner who has the resources and revenue streams. Um, of a Jerry Jones. So if I'm Dak, I'm not even answering my phone until 24 hours before the deadline to sign and, you know, extend a franchise player in the middle of July. And and even then, if if we're not talking $40 million a year, if we're not talking, 
I don't know, 125 million guaranteed. I might be content to, if I was willing to bet on myself for four years at five million. I might bet on myself for one year at 33. <laughs> hey, you know, one bit of news I really thought you were going to break earlier today, and I was kind of disappointed, was when I saw the, the Bengals were going to franchise to keep A.J. Green around, and then the story breaks that Joe Burrow had a meeting with the Bengals and said, hey, he wants to keep A.J. Green around. How come you didn't have the Joe Burrow new GM of the Bengals break? I, I thought that would <laughs> be the story today. Well, people have been reporting for months that, that you know, A.J. Green was going to get tagged, and somehow that last week it was a story that Matt Judon's going to get tagged. I reported that in December two months ago, and, hey, uh, Hunter Henry's going to get tagged. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I wrote that one as well. But, no, I, I mean, I, they made it clear where they didn't answer the phone, and teams were calling like crazy on A.J. Green, and they stuck stood by him while he, you know, he, that injury became season ending and I don't think we'll ever know exactly how much of that was just everybody punting for next year and, and how much of it was you know he there truly was no chance he could have played on that foot but regardless they were moving on from Andy Dalton they believe that they can have a pretty good offense and you know what they might too I mean um, especially if John Ross could stay healthy but they're, they're getting their first round pick from last year back the left tackle um you know, so that should start to upgrade the offensive line somewhat. Mixon's a very good football player. Um, you know, if you've got Boyd and you've got a healthy Green, and again, it's a big if. Green hasn't been healthy that much. But Mike Brown's stubborn to a fault. So, yeah, A.J. wasn't going anywhere, and that owner didn't need Joe Burrow to tell him that. You know, like, <laughs> I really want A.J. Green because uh, they, they they made it pretty clear that they weren't going to let A.J. Green hit the market all the way back in November when they refused to trade him. Last one for you real quick, Jason. If they fail on landing Tom Brady, what do the Chargers do at QB? You got Easton Stick, you got Tyrod, sometimes called Tyrod Taylor. Yeah, I I, I mean, it, it could be a trade for Cam Newton. It could be signing Teddy Bridgewater. Um, and you could do those things and still take a quarterback with that pick if you're sold on it. It could be Herbert or Love with that pick. Um They'll have options. I, I have a hard time seeing them open that stadium with Terod Taylor. I, I I just think that's a tough sell. Um, you never played him last year, you know, and it was clear that Philip Rivers wasn't going to be back again. I was reporting that by Thanksgiving, that it was clear talking to people in that organization that they were moving on. So why not, you know, play Terod then? I. I I just have a hard time seeing them doing that, but but whether they go with the you know the rookie, even though he may not be totally ready, or whether they find an upgraded band aid guy, and I think Cam Newton would be really interesting for them, and and they've been very reticent, reluctant to to pull the trigger on drafting a quarterback high, even though they've done a ton of work on them for years. I mean, if I could trade three twos for Cam Newton over the next couple of years. Um, You've got them one year at, what, basically $19 million and the possibility of franchise tags in the future. Uh, if it works out and you want to play the young guy, well, they've been in that situation before, right? Um, you know, when they had Breeze and Rivers. So we'll see. Um, I'm just not sold on the fact they draft a quarterback in the top ten, but we'll see. You can follow him on Twitter at Jason Lockin4. That is at Jason Lockin4, CBS Sports NFL Insider. Baltimore Lacrosse. Insider. We got yeah, buddy. And yeah. I'll say, don't forget, I need 500 words on Syracuse. We're number one now. Number one again. I need that in there, too. 
No, I was I was writing Johns Hopkins lacrosse this week. I thought, okay, all right, give me rewrite. <laughs> Take it easy, buddy. See, See you guys. Thanks. Great stuff from Jason Locke and Fora, as always. <laughs> I mean, look, it, the, the the football stuff is so incredible, and all the rumors going on. We got Nick Foles stuff to get to. We'll have Odell stuff to get to. Uh, but coming up next, the NBA put out a really big statement tonight, and I, I don't I don't know that they're not really fooling themselves. But no one told me. If they think what they said is actually going to work, that's coming up next right no here. Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend Mike Harmon. Live from the Geico Studios. We'll have more on the crazy-ass story involving the Knicks and... Spike Lee not being allowed in MSG tonight, coming up in a few minutes. You're next, Smith. It's absolutely insane. Look, there's a reason. Look, the Knicks are trending ahead of Chris Matthews, who 
That his last episode of Hardball tonight said tonight's the last episode. The next commercial break, he was gone. The Knicks are trending ahead of that. He negotiated an out. I mean, that was it. I'm just going to do the first eight minutes. You get to say goodbye. Then I'm gone. Because knowing by second second segment, the B block, you might start getting a little rogue. You might be going off script. Got to be careful. I get a goodbye show? No, you get a goodbye segment. Oh, well, all right. Yeah, most folks don't let their key cards don't work (laughs) once it's done. They at least gave them that. Uh, but not, not to get too, I don't want to say too serious, but with this story, I don't know that anybody is ready for what's coming. The NBA is now looking at recommendations as they plot their coronavirus strategy, which every day there are new cases. They are leaping in other countries. We're getting more cases in the United States. Among the short-term recommendations to teams is that players should utilize fist bumps over high fives with fans, avoid taking items such as pens, balls, and jerseys to autograph, uh, avoid shaking hands. This is what the NBA is saying. Hey, this is what players should be doing. We already saw a couple of players said they wouldn't do autographs because you know they don't know. You know, you touch somebody's hand. Look, the spread of the coronavirus is person to person, usually after someone coughs. And look, you know, if you get those germs out there on your hands, you touch your eyes, your nose, your mouth, and that's kind of how germs spread. It's also a good out to not have to sign grass. Yeah, I don't want to sign. Either. I don't want to sign. Yeah, corona, coronavirus. That 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 could be, that would be the big excuse now. Well, it, it is an opportunity. I mean, because that's always that has been used in the past. Of, of, you know, that interaction in germs and you can claim germophobia. Uh, but I, I get that. And it's not that's I feel like that's nice of the NBA to think that. But I honestly don't think anybody is ready for what life in the United States is going to be like in 60 days. What could be what what could be there? Don't don't, don't say is. These, don't make it a matter the, of fact. No, no, no. The, the, is the coronavirus growing? Yes. Are we getting more cases every day? Yes, right. Is, but you're is, you're jumping to that. I'm not jumping to no, no, no. I'm I'm not saying I'm not saying life is going to end, but life as we know it's going to be different. I'm telling you, you see the way this is going. There will be less things happening with public gatherings. People will be staying home to work more, and that that's you, the way that we normally live is going to be different for a while. I mean that that's kind of how no, that's kind of how it's going. There was a big proposal by college players to potentially play some of March Madness and tournament games, conference tournaments in front of empty houses. Yeah, that's I mean you, so you're not there. The the the, 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 gather, the big gathering is what I'm talking about. Is they're gonna when can we? How can we avoid big gatherings? What does that do with mega churches? Uh, I don't. You could still. You could. Can't no. you Skype in? Can't you Skype in Mega Church? Yeah, can't but you do that? They don't get to pass the bucket to you as easily. Yeah, but I, I could Skype in to watch Megadeth. I should be able to Skype in. Well, for Mega it's Church. tough to watch Megadeth that way. What do Are you, you got? Uh, using your jump to conclusions, Matt? Again? No, no, no. Because well, that's, that, well, that's, that's kind of what I was saying. Yeah, you need to this, no, no, thing, no. Bro. As this coronavirus thing is going, they're going to. I'm sure they're going to try to limit large gatherings where germs can be passed. Well, the Knicks I, don't have to worry about no, it the, at their the, games the, then. Boy, the Knicks. Well, they kept Spike Lee out. The Knicks attendance has been right where it's at. No, and I think that. That's going to be what you're going to see affected is places where people gather and a large and where do we get the largest crowds every night? Sporting events, right? You get you get fifteen thousand people exchanging, being near each other every night. I think that's going to be something that changes. And the work thing, people maybe start working remotely. People start working from home and not coming into the office. I'll do a couple of days here. We don't have a lot. I mean, that, that's kind of how though that's kind of the way the world is going right now. I mean, look, hey, well, look, I I'll hope volu- they get it. I'll, I'll volunteer they get it. to buy a, a Comrex right now. Just oh, I'll do it. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I'll stay. I'm going to stay home the rest of my life and just do stuff from there. But that, but. That's kind of the next thing because the NBA is thinking, okay, fist bumps here. It's, you have to look at certain things are going to happen 
with nobody watching. Like you see, all the, we see all the soccer tournaments all the time in Europe when they play in front of an empty stadium because a team gets banned for something or unruly fan behavior or some kind well, of. Oh yeah, that White I mean, Sox Baltimore game a few years ago. Yeah, I mean that that might be that might be something like that. You could see you know events and scouting and all this stuff could get pushed away or canceled because of that. Hey, what what can we do to try to stem the outbreak as we continue on look for and look towards a goal and look towards a cure and certainly keeping 15 18,000 people or for the Knicks game you know five or six dozen you know people from getting together you know, that's going to be something that look everybody gets nice gloves and go. hand sanitizer that's what it is wash your hands just keep washing your hands Knicks hand sanitizer remember when you tried Giving to shame me last week when I yelled at that guy for not washing his hand leaving the bathroom how do you feel about me yelling at him now oh I, I, I how yeah, do you feel about that I, now I, tough I, guy no, with, the, okay. with the you know end of days scenario you're painting <laughs> I'm I'm just saying. You came in here high-fiving people tonight. Oh, stop. That is fake news. You could have taken down the network, man. That is fake news. No one told me. Then that thing you did with the ice cream. We got that crazy-ass Nick story coming up next. This is Fox. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon, live from the Geico Studios. Get to Spike Lee in a second, but just something that's you know, gaining a lot of attention. I had a really big deal tonight. Uh, Chris Matthews, longtime host of Hardball. Yep, it's a final. A lot of controversy the past few days with him. Did his goodbye show tonight, except it was a goodbye segment. He came on, he said he was retiring. Chris Matthews, 74 years old. He's been in our living rooms for, you know, 30 years. Yep. And yep, yep. when they went to commercial Not my break, living room. when they went to commercial break and came back, somebody else was sitting in the chair. And it was. Kind of weird, because usually in radio and TV, if as long as they think you're not gonna go crazy and say stuff that's gonna be that's gonna hurt the brand, you get a goodbye show, right? Like when I when I left ESPN and I was leaving for NFL Network, and I they said I said here you know what do you want to do? And I said well I'd like to you know have this day as my last day. And they said well you want to do an extra couple of days? It would help. And I said sure. And I was able to get a goodbye show. And it was awesome because it's one of the best memories I have in my radio career of was that night doing well, that show. Well that's pretty kind of them because a lot of others Right. Uh, a lot of people they're wouldn't not, get you're, it. They're not, no you're done. Yeah, you're not cracking that microphone again. It's you've, a final. You've done your last show. and, and it's So it's it's you know getting to do a goodbye show is always is always good when you get a chance because no matter how you're leaving and whether you are getting pushed out, whether you are walking away, whatever it is, you know, and I've told people before when I found out, you know, they're they're leaving or they're losing their job in radio or they're going someplace else and I talk to them on the phone and I say, do a goodbye show. Why? I said, trust me, do a goodbye show because you can be mad as you want to about the company that's letting you go. You can be pissed off as hell, whoever it is. But if they're letting you do a goodbye show, go do it because it will be incredible number of memories for you for that three or four hours. Well, you get to bring on your friends, friends in the show. do whatever you want. Thank them for their time. Get a couple stories in. You'll hear from people that say, I've never tweeted or texted you before, but I wanted you to know this thing. I I tell people all the time, do it. Do a goodbye show. Trust me. It's awesome. And it it will be something that you will treasure for the rest of your life. And... Sometimes people do it and sometimes they don't. Not everybody listens to what I say, but I always tell them the same thing because you want to do that that goodbye, you know, that that goodbye. Now, I don't know how this goodbye goes that he goes on. Now, did he walk away? 
Did he just say, "Hey, this is it. I'm done," and throw somebody else in there, or did did was, was he said you're gonna you're gonna no, get this, the first segment? This, this had to be and a, you're leaving. Yeah, this had to have been negotiated, right? This had to have been a. Discussion. I don't know. Did it? Yeah, because he's he'd been in a bit of trouble. No, I guess. Been but then why put him water. on the air at all, though? Well, but because as you said, twenty to thirty years, he can take his spin on it and, and run it up in the flagpole as to how he wants to characterize things. He had some bizarre commentary and equivalencies that he'd thrown out. There's some discussions about how he treated and talked to women. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things. But they decided you can get your segment. You still get one more. You get why, your segment. But why put him on the air at all then? Polarizing enough, but he got to say goodbye. Right? That's it. Yeah. He got to say goodbye. As awkward and as crazy as it is that you come back from a commercial break, and, and during that commercial break, they new, talk about election. Well, because tomorrow night, right? I mean, we well, got yeah, we got it's... elections all over the damn place, and they did their commercials. Yeah, One Tuesday, showed it yes. as part of Super Tuesday, yeah. and then they said, wait, we ran the wrong one, so they ran the other one that didn't I, include him as I, part I, of the Super Tuesday coverage. I don't know. See, I don't know. You, you make a sound point, but I don't know. It just doesn't happen where you get to do a little bit of of it and you just go away. It no, he didn't. He, look, way. he didn't get the happy goodbye show. They're not look. I if, mean, there's if, no balloons. There's if, no big ice cream cake showing up on yeah, set. But, but you're not worried about that. You're why put him on the air if you're worried and you think why are we put putting him on. It's oh so no, strange. I don't. I don't know that he was a guy they were worried was necessarily going to say. But that's what I mean. Maybe they the were concerned. Of the hey, do your last show tonight, and he goes on and says, "Blank you, I'm doing my last segment, and I'm walking away." Hey, who's still here? Get him on set. We're doing. We got to continue. Five minutes scrambled you drill. Let's go. Uh, we actually do have audio of whether or not Chris Matthews knew. We actually have that. Hang okay. on, right. So let's hear this. Is this? We'll Is, find out after hearing. Did this, he know it was his last night? Whether Chris Matthews oh, okay. knew this was his last show on it. Let's hear it. No one told me. But no one told me. <laughs> so he was not supposed to go through the guest be. door and not the talent door. I mean, is that the? Yeah, that's uh, tough, but that's man. so weird. Like, I can't yeah. imagine coming in. Like, let's just say Knockwood. You know, let's just say like you know, leaving Fox Sports Radio, come in, and I'm going to do my last show, and I go, you know, ah. oh, Jason, nobody told you yet. I'm going to go. No one told me. Nobody told you. No we, one we got told to do an hour me. and six minutes. <laughs> that I would do. That I would do an opening segment of twelve minutes, and then say, yeah, and then oh wait, then walk out, and then the new host is in. We expect an email. Room. You know? Okay, I'll, I'll I'll look. I'll look. He doesn't check his corporate email. My, okay. my card key still works. It's okay. I mean, it's for now. So key, weird. Key card. It's so weird. To, to think I mean, I've that had that's some. What it was. You know, I had some parking badge issues that I had to get resolved. So you know, you get a little nervousness when that happens. It's, but. but it's so awkward that if you're getting a last show from him, you oh, would yeah. want to pray and go. Okay, here's the the ratings are going to be huge, right? We're allowing him on the air. The ratings are going to be huge. It'll be a big night of relevancy, and then the next next night we'll have a new show. And right? he yells and go blank yourself, right. San Diego. So that's why. I mean, but if you're letting him on, but you're letting him on for a segment, then you go into something else and it becomes this whole weird thing. I, I I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, man. I, I I wonder if it was okay. This is your last show, or he decided to walk on the air and say, "Yeah, this is it. I'm retiring. It's my last show." It's, I, it's, let's see. I don't know. Every morning I read the papers and gung ho to get to work. Not many people have had this privilege. They've got the whole transcription. Mm. Uh, I've learned who you are bumping into the sidewalk, right at the airport, saying hello. You're like me. I heard from your kids, grandchildren, etc. I decided tonight will be my last hardball, so let me tell you why. The younger generations out there are ready to take the reins. We see them in politics, media, and fighting for their causes. 
We're ready right now. They're they're taking the reins and they're taking the reins at twelve after the hour. I don't think anybody under forty gives a crap. (laughs) A lot lot of it has to do with how we talk to each other, compliments on a woman's appearance that some men, including me, might have once incorrectly thought were okay. We're never okay. Not then and certainly not today. And for making such comments in the past, I'm sorry. I'm proud of the work I've done. Then he talks about other things, uh, etc. Yeah. I don't. The younger generations here, like now, like like in the next minute. So you're you're out. I, it's that's just really weird. I mean, look, not as weird as what happened in Madison Square Garden tonight, but still. But no one told there's me. your there's your weirdness. Yeah, but he still got to sit in his seat. Okay, we'll get I to did. Spike Lee in a second. He did. This guy didn't get to sit in his seat Who anymore. Who cares? He they took there. his seat. He sat there for eight minutes, and then they took it. <laughs> and then he walked, or he then walked they off. They sprayed it down, <laughs> wiped it free of any germs, and let someone else sit there. He just and wiped somebody else up. They should have done that with Spike Lee. Uh, so that's, I mean, listen, if I told you all the crazy stories could happen tonight, you would say, okay, that's going to be the craziest. No, no, no. That's the craziest. No, no. Now I'm going to tell you what happened with the Knicks because this is really, this is not just, you know, Spike Lee. Well, it is about sitting in a seat. So the Knicks beat the Rockets tonight. Uh, it was a great game. The How Knicks about had that? a huge lead. Knicks over the oh, Rockets, Bulls over the Mavericks, yeah. cats and dogs living together. Knicks win, and you'd think that would be the number one topic. And it's not because Spike Lee, Dolan, the Knicks start trending because Spike Lee coming to the game tonight wasn't allowed in Madison Square Garden. There was a big deal that he couldn't come in. This audio has been making its way around the internet when Spike was just outside in a Knicks office that someone started taking this with their cell phone. And this is Spike Lee being told, likely, that you can't come in this entrance. And Spike no Lee saying, no saying, no one told him. No one told me. Uh, when it was first learned that Spike Lee looked like he was banned from MSG, all the stuff came up. Dolan, it's his fault. Look at this. He's getting rid of everybody. Then there are some sources that put out a story that say all it was was what I just said. He went in through the wrong entrance, and for whatever reason, Nick's employees wouldn't allow Spike Lee to go in. Spike Lee was a little upset, but eventually things worked out. Spike Lee got to his seat. In fact, he and James Dolan supposedly were laughing about it at halftime. But that still doesn't put the bad optic of the Knicks not allowing Spike Lee, who has seen so much bad basketball, his seat should be free this doesn't give you that bad optic and get rid of it that, hey, here was Spike trying to come into Madison Square Garden and the Knicks wouldn't allow him in. No one told me. Yeah, it's a, just a, a look for the, the Knicks on a day that we, we find out there's more traction. Because we said this should have happened a long time ago, right? Steve Ballmer with all his billions, shake a couple out over to James Dolan to just buy the forum in the grounds and be done with it. Uh, and now that's the, the latest hot rumor. So maybe Spike Lee is also potentially getting included in that deal. So they wanted to make sure he didn't have to go sit through another painful Knicks experience. Mm-hmm. Now, in the end, they get a great effort from R.J. Barrett, and they win the game. Chaos ensues. But for James Dolan, who has how many media and social media black eyes at this point, mm-hmm. right? Between the Charles Oakley thing, handing out cards, talking about, hey, don't taunt me or you'll be ejected, actually ejecting fans from Madison Square Garden and pointing out to security guys that are heckling him, shutting down people at his various concert efforts through the years, the JD and the straight shot movement. And now Spike Lee, who's been there through all the misery. And you could say, hey, the highs too. Okay, Mm -hmm. great. They never want anything. 73, man. 73. But he's seen so much bad basketball, you should allow him to walk wherever he wants to. 
even even if you, even if not even a Knicks game, you should be giving him, him a mask when he oh, walks in, he so he doesn't have to watch it here. <laughs> Here's stuff you know, like you would put on a plane, so you you can't see. Here's your sleep mask. You don't want to watch this. That's the Knicks' biggest Knicks win of the year. Nope, we're talking about Spike Lee being banned from MSG. Actually, crazy. seven years. Oh boy. So we threw it out there using the hashtag. No one told me. No one told me. What are some of the things Spike Lee could have been being told? For that to be his response. Now we're just guessing that he was told lately you can't come in this entrance because that was the reason we're that's getting the story from that's, the Knicks. That's right. going out there, but I mean the, the broadcast the though, the Brad broadcast. We you and I watched it, mm-hmm. right? Leon Rose was shown over under what ninety seven times, especially down the stretch. Well, look at Leon those, Rose's day. Look at those young Knicks and look yeah. we've rebranded and yeah. it's a new era. Spike Lee. Courtside guy. Didn't show Spike. Hey, if Spike Lee, I hate to say this, but if Spike Lee needs to go because it means the Knicks will win, Spike Lee needs to go. I told you, he's getting Sorry, traded Spike. here. Sorry, Spike. I tell you. You get the forum and you get Spike Lee. Nope. Sorry, Spike. Spike, no, you got to go. So uh, Spike Lee will sit courtside with Billy Crystal as they bring that palace to be in 2024. <laughs> uh, hey, Spike. Kevin Spacey was Kaiser Soze. But no one told me. Oh, you think by now that movie's pretty old. That's a twist, though. <laughs> it is. Uh, Owen says, hey, Spike, what does a Knicks fan do when they win the NBA Finals? No one told me. That's... It's been a minute. Not a lot of Knicks fans no, alive. No, no, that's true. It's been a minute. <laughs> Ask Phil Jackson if you can wake him up. <laughs> hey, did you know Swollen Dome's real name is Swollen Dome? No one told me. Uh, you should go by your real name. Instead of Mike Harmon, just be Swollen Dome. Okay. Swollen Dome. That's it. First name is Swollen, last name Dome. I mean, it would open up a lot of other revenue opportunities in other industries. Mm. Uh, astronomer Alex says, it was the truth about Luke's father, which Obi-Wan had previously withheld from him from a certain point of view. But no one told me. That's deep. That is deep. Hey, Spike, uh, hey, can I bang on a garbage can during timeouts and play? No one told me. Oh, apparently not. Apparently can't do that. Well, they're pro- probably trying to outlaw that, yeah. Cheaters. It's a difficult proposition these days. Twitter at How About a Fresca. Mike gets swollen dome the Jason Smith show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. When it comes to hiring, you don't have time to waste. You need to get to your short list of qualified candidates fast, and that's why you need Indeed.com. Post a job in minutes. Set up screener questions based on your job requirements. Then zero in on qualified candidates using an intuitive online dashboard. Your time is precious. Let Indeed help you get to your short list of qualified candidates and discover why 3 million businesses use Indeed for hiring. Post a job today at Indeed.com slash Hire. That's indeed.com slash hire. Coming up next, we'll go live to New York, live to MSG, get the reaction. Yeah. From Spike. The We're going to get it from Spike. All the no well, one told one me. <laughs> uh, And plus, we'll get into a big NFL trade that could be coming our way this offseason. Keep no it right here. Well, I'll tell you in a few minutes. No one told me. <laughs> Jason Smith, Mike Harmon, Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. 
you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Fox Sports Radio, it is the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Hey, yo. Tom Brady, all the rumors, where could he be going? Maybe now Tennessee is the front runner, maybe not. What about the Giants? What about the Chargers? Someone is going to join us on the hotline right now to be in a unique position to talk about that and, well, what happened at MSG tonight. Hello, everyone. Knicks beat the Rockets 125-123, but the night will be known as the night Spike Lee was banned from MSG. Spike trying to get into the building. But no one told me. Eddie was stopped for some reason. But no one told me. This is some of the audio that was gotten of him in the hallway while he was yelling. He was allowed to get in the game finally, got to his seat, got to laugh about it with James Dolan at halftime, but still, only the Knicks can take a great, their biggest win of the year, and it's overburdened and overwhelmed by and overshadowed by the night the Knicks banned Spike Lee from MSG. With us now, the hotline. He is the host of Bank Shot Knicks podcast, Knicks Insider, Giants Insider as well, friend of the show, John Schmielk. And John, I'm hearing it was you that actually kept Spike from entering MSG tonight. Is that true? You know, this is the influence of Steve Stout, who the Knicks hired. If this was pre-Steve Stout, Spike Lee would have actually been banned from the Garden. But post-Steve Stout, he meets with James Dolan at halftime and everything gets worked out. <laughs> Maybe this wasn't a Steve Mills thing. Maybe it's Spike. Look, Spike gets banned. The Knicks have a big win. Maybe it wasn't Steve Mills this whole time. 
Yeah, look, I mean, obviously, look, the funny thing about the garden, and I'm not trying to make excuses because it's silly, but they change what entrances you're allowed to go in, like, all the time, and I have actually tried to go in the wrong entrance once or twice, too. No, I didn't try to, like, fight my way through it, but it is a little bit confusing. Well, trying to change the password, like you're going to a rave yeah. on a Friday night. It's like, no, that was last week. Yeah, but shouldn't Spike Lee be allowed to go in any entrance he wants? He's seen a lot of bad basketball for, like, 25 years now, John. Yes, he has. Um, I'm not sure. It it is not a great look, and the Knicks just, look, I don't think this is a big deal. It's an easy thing to laugh at, but the Knicks have done this to themselves, or if anything happens, it's just LOL's Knicks. (laughs) He's being traded, traded along with the rights to the forum. He's coming to L.A. It's a final. You know, it's funny. Spike has not been as ever present the last couple of years either. But on a night that should have been a really good night where R.J. Barrett has one of his best games of the year. It's the game-winning shot. Leon Rose is first game. He's Knicks president. Knicks win with a lot of the young guys playing well. It's just a shame that we're talking about this instead of that other good stuff, you know? Look at that. He's trying to sell you on R.J. Well, Barrett. Hey, you, all you've done is curse him all hey, year. He, oh, R.J. Barrett had a great Manu Ginobili move for that game winner tonight. <laughs> hey, listen, if the, de- if the devil is risen up and saying, hey, Leon mm. Rose is here, I will give you now decades of winning, but Spike Lee can't be at the games, and Spike Lee can't be at the games. I mean, like if if, Lee, if the Leon Rose era means Spike can't come and we're going to have all kinds of winning, I'm okay with Spike Lee not going to the games. That would basically be being on the right side of the Kristaps Porzingis trade, yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it's not like he's been playing well lately. Oh, yeah, not, not bad. He's <laughs> had himself a pretty good run. Loses tonight to those upstart, pesky Chicago Bulls. Uh, but your Player of the Week award as see, you go. See, I love now John's got me. Th- I'm going to walk away from this thinking like the entrances to the garden are like the stairs in the Harry Potter movies. Oh, they they keep move? changing. Yeah. <laughs> They're trying to get up. Oh, you can't come in this way. You can't come in that way. You're moving around. That's what I'm going to think it's of not, There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> so is that all what, what a problem? Because it sounds like he tried to go in an entrance. He couldn't get in. And they said, you can't come in this way. And he starts yelling out, you know, no one told me. And then it kind of got, you know, solved. I would guess. I mean, that's what I'm guessing for this. That's what it sounds like. Um, You know, he was chatting with James Dolan during the game. Apparently everything got worked out. And look, Spike's gone through a lot of stuff. The stuff that he's had to watch the last 20 years, a little brouhaha at an entrance. If that's what's going to drive him away from the Knicks, I think he needs some new priorities. John Schmielk, Knicks and Giants insider with us here, a friend of the show, the Jason Smith Show, here at Fox Sports Radio, on Twitter, at Schmielk. Uh, now, you spent all week in Indy for the Combine, all the Tom Brady Giants rumors going on right there. What, what, what have you been hearing on the inside with what's going on there? Look, I, I, don't, I don't get it. And look, I don't know. Dave Gettleman keeps his own counsel. He's not one of these guys that leaks what the Giants are going to do, so I'm not speaking for the organization here. But I don't understand how that makes a modicum of sense when you're a rebuilding team. You just use the sixth overall pick on a quarterback, and he played pretty well his rookie year. Why are you going out to sign Tom Brady? I just don't get it. Isn't it the, uh, well, the idea of Gettleman maybe hot-seated? At this point, and dead man walking, I mean, we've seen enough rumors of his job not being necessarily the most secure. Yeah, look, I get it, but I think he's gone down a path here, and he's pitched his wagon to Daniel Jones, and I think the organization believes in him, 
And I think that's that's the horse they're riding. And I don't see them moving him aside for what would probably be a, a multi-year contract, I would imagine, for Tom Brady. Right? He's not signing a one-year deal somewhere that would basically go the length of Daniel Jones' rookie contract. I just don't see it. Yeah, well, what is it? Why are they being so tight-lipped the past few days? Like you see interviews with Gettleman and with and with Joe Judge, and they would even say players' names that are actually on the team. I mean, it's like what what's going on there? Hey, look, that 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 is purely a Joe Judge thing, and uh, it's really frustrating because I sat there and I watched all thirty minutes Joe Judge talk to the media at the podium and on the side, and he literally explained to the reporters what he was doing. He said, "Guys, look, I'm not going to mention any names of players. You could ask me if Saquon Barkley is a starting running back. I'm not going to tell you that he is because I don't want to tell you guys anything before I meet my players for the first time and tell them things. Everything, everybody is a clean slate, so." Basically, he wasn't going to say anything about any player until he met with the players himself and actually saw them on the field in person, which I get. I think, you know, you, can, you could agree whether or not it's smart or not, that's fine, but it, it is a consistent plan. And then once Joe Judge takes that stance, the general manager can't contradict them, right? So that's what happened. And I don't think the full context was necessarily accurately reported by some people that were out there. See, I wish he would have done the Mike Mayock route where I give you a bunch of great data points about our guys, but then everybody's competing. And let me tell you how they failed on the field <laughs> last year in the second part of my my speech. That Because that's really what it went down. People took one part. It's like, wait a minute. He eviscerates the guy here. Because, I mean, Gettleman or even Judge could have gone into it. And, you know, Jones fumbled the ball 18 times last year. We like it, but, you know, all these things, leaving it on the carpet. Yeah, look, look, and look, that that would have been fine. I think there's 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 multiple ways to go about this, but I think Joe Judge is a, the one thing I've learned being around him for the last couple of months is that he's a fairly deep thinker. There is a method to everything that he does and a reason. He's not a guy that's just going to throw out cliches and just do stuff. There's real reason behind what he does. He's actually like a dissertation away from a doctorate in education. He's a smart dude. So uh, there's... There's there's method to the madness, so I'm curious to see how it changes once he does get these guys in here for a few weeks and we talk to him around draft time if he if he's a little bit more open about some of his players. All right, now as far as the Giants go, they're on a big swing pick at number four. They have said they're open for business to trade at number four. There's also any number of great players that could be there at number four. You were there in Indy. You saw everything going on. What do you think winds up happening with them? Yeah, I think it all depends on what happens in front of them, right? Uh, and, and from what I'm hearing, I think Tua is in play for the Redskins at two. I think the Lions are certainly open for business unless Chase Young is there, in which case I think they will select Chase Young. I think that's unlikely he will be there. And then I think the question is, even if the Giants want to trade down, guys, is either Justin Herbert or Jordan Love worth for another team to move up to get? Or are they willing to just sit there, whether it's the Chargers at six or the Panthers at seven or the Dolphins at five, are they content to wait for that guy to come to them? And there's, frankly, no consensus number three quarterback. From what I'm hearing from the people I talk to in Indy, some teams like Love, some teams like Herbert, and I'm not sure there's going to be a huge market to trade up for those two right now. I think the Giants are open to it. I'm just not sure there's going to be a much action there 
if two is off the board when the Giants selected four. If two is still there at four, different conversation, but I don't think he's going to be there. He's on Twitter, at Schmielk, S-E-H-M-E-E-L-K. Host of Bankshot Knicks podcast, blogs about the Knicks for WFAN 660. Giants Insider podcast host for Giants.com. John, as always, buddy, appreciate my time. And again, I'm thinking about that Harry Potter thing with the stairs going into MSG. <laughs> Happy to be with you, fellas. Yeah. Be good. Be good. No one told me. Right, stuff there from John. That's all I'm thinking right now. Uh, so it looks like that's what it was. For Spike yeah, Lee no, it looks like but, it's nice and simple, yeah, sure. but again, the television broadcast of it might lead you in a whole other direction. Coming up in 90 seconds, we get from, well, from one Giants potential big superstar to a guy who used to play for them and now could be on the trading block again this offseason. No one told me. Well, I'm telling you now, could Odell Beckham be on the move? That's coming up in 90, but first... Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. ESPN's Dan Graziano, Jeremy Fowler reporting earlier today the Browns would consider moving Odell Beckham if they were, quote, blown away by a trade offer. It was just last year. Uh, Cleveland got Beckham. They gave up Jabril Peppers, a first and third round pick. So it's likely that the Browns would want at least that or better compensation in return. All right, now let's sift through this and tell you what what the reality of the Brown situation with Odell Beckham Jr. is. Number one, I hate to say I told you so, but I told you eventually they were going to have to trade him. It wasn't going to work in Cleveland, and now already they're talking about, hey, let's look to move on from Odell Beckham Jr. Now, is it going to happen now? Probably not, because they're going to want... A, a return that doesn't embarrass them. Boy, we gave up a first and a third of Jabril Peppers for him last year, and no one's giving that up for Odell right now, coming off the bad year he had. Now, to so, be fair, new regime. You're not going to get right. New guy in charge might but, be enough to just say, hey, you know what? It might, Jimmy but, Haslam, yeah. flying J guy, we need to just extricate ourselves from this situation. And, and I could see that, but... Are they ready to do this, have another really bad headline and have this haunt them for a while that, boy, one year after they trade so much for him, they trade away and and, and trade him again and don't get back what they should. So I could see that. But in the end, it, it's what I've said from the beginning. Odell Beckham's going to be an ex-member of the Cleveland Browns. We're just figuring out when it's going to happen because he's going to get traded. The Browns want to move on. They may have to wait a season for it to happen because they managed to, okay, now two years ago, we've tried it with Odell. It hasn't worked. We still building, you know, around Baker Mayfield. They have not had the, the relationship we thought they were going to have. And, Jarvis Landry's our guy, and he went to the Pro Bowl. And with two years going, you can move on. I don't see it happen just because I don't see a team saying, yes, let's go give up a lot for Odell Beckham Jr. Well, the other part is you've got other players that are in the mix, potential free agents, but also a huge draft class, right? We just watched guys fly around and marveled at them last week at the Combine, right? So mm-hmm. you're, you're talking about top 10, top 15 picks, and second, third-day guys. I mean, this is a deep class. So if you're looking for a huge haul from Odell Beckham Jr., that you also have to go through his history, right? Because you've got to try to sell that all off as non-entities. And individually, there are a bunch of little things, but they all add up to a big problem, as we talked about upon his arrival in Cleveland. And as you go forward in that situation, you're trying to fix Baker Mayfield, Jarvis Landry was chirping at the end of the year. That's the best receiver you had, right? Because he he works all over the field 
perhaps as as well as anybody in the league and became the go-to guy in what became a convoluted kind of crazy offense. You got the running backs that can get the job done. We know what Nick Chubb can do. But when when it's all said and done, trying to find a good market for Odell Beckham Jr., you probably have to stick with him another year just based on the lack of returns. Like if you're if you're not willing to just cut bait at a bargain bargain basement rate based on the availability of other top options, you're going to have to just make do and hope that the new coaching staff, the new front office, and everybody can get everybody on the right page. Yeah, I just even though it's a new regime, it's still really embarrassing to say, okay, well, because people aren't going to see that. Browns fans aren't going to go, okay, yeah, because they all went crazy when they got him last year. Sure. Oh, no, look, the guys, kids running through the streets, and a woman called the cops on him because they thought he was a lunatic <laughs> running around. It's going to be, boy, <laughs> we, 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 we just got Odell, and now we're giving him away. All right? If you got a first round, but this is also the Browns letting people know we are open for business. So that's why I mean it's it's just it's not a matter of if it's when. They're right. going well, to trade and, him. And Jay Glazer sometime had the next that year, story it's what, back happen. in early November, right? The yeah. come get me bro that started to circulate and as we know, Jay Glazer doesn't just throw darts. Mm-hmm. Like he doesn't go at it unless he knows for certain there's, you know, behind that smoke, there's a, at least a little bit of a fire starting to burn. So in this case, it, it's certainly there. I just wonder how much in terms of the asking price they'll have to hold on for, right, and decide that that's the hill they're going to die on as to whether, because they, they went right back to laughingstock right. last year, right? Yeah. They had a very nice run for about two months at the end of the 2018 season, and all the preseason hype last year. So they're right back down in the in the pits, in the mire. Mm-hmm. So doing something that extends that for five minutes and rips the Band-Aid off the Odell Beckham Jr. situation and extricates him from the team, I don't know that that's a terrible thing if you're trying to start a new regime. Much like banning Spike Lee from Madison Square Garden. Well, if you, it's you, a you new can, world you order, so you can many do alphas. it. You have so many right. Look at this team that you brought in. You made Baker Mayfield, who's decided you decided to make the centerpiece of this franchise. And look at the bad season he had. He's an alpha personality. Odell is an alpha. And when you have to choose between a quarterback Garrett. and a wide receiver, okay, you got to pick the quarterback. It's it's a bad mix of personalities. It was a bad mix last year, and Freddie Kitchens couldn't well, handle it. Well, you had the it. wrong coach, and so, But it was too many big personalities in. So... Yes, it, uh, losing Odell wouldn't quite be addition by subtraction, but it would just be, okay, we can move on. We move on from him, and we're not paying a salary, and if we can get a first-round pick back for him or a second and a third, all right. Is it going to look a little bad a year from now? No, but if we give him two years and it doesn't work out, then we can move on and we can get ready for the next invention of the team. We'll have Baker Mayfield have another year left on his contract. We'll see what we can do and bring in another uh, you know, bring in another wide receiver or a different kind of mix, but that's just how it's going to go. And you know, throwing this out there is you know, part of it is, alright, well, we got to be blown away because we can't be seen as looking stupid but this also is, hey, we're open. You want to call us? We can talk about this. And you never know. They may go, oh, we're going to get these two players and a second-round pick, and all right, that's that's worth it. But they, they're letting everybody know, hey, all right, we, we, we had this year, he's still great, but it's not working, and we're okay. It's okay to call us for Odell Beckham if well, you want and, him. And as we go to the roster as a whole, you had a terrible offensive line. Remember, you, you cut your left tackle knowing you'd be able to get picked up again. And then he got picked up transporting 157 pounds of weed. Yeah, so you need another lineman. Yeah. So why don't you go and, yeah. and get a couple more <laughs> linemen and make that deal? You got the number 10 pick. That's a nice start. 
You gotta you gotta work the guts of this team. But no one told me. Twitter at how about a fresca? Mike gets swollen dome. The Jason Smith show with my best friend Mike Harmon. You like that? I got the weed in. I was always good getting the weed yeah. in. Yeah. Stay off the. Wi- Coming up next, we got a brand new story about a brand new quarterback we haven't talked about this offseason who could now be available for trade. I will also tell you what team he is the answer to their prayers. Uh oh. It's coming up next right here. Don't you do it. It's Fox Sports Radio. Duh. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed 365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar, whether it's a walk off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Fox Sports Radio, the gift that keeps on giving. Spike Lee, everybody. But no one told me. So, it's like, at this point, I think we're at, what, 17 or 18 teams that want to move on from their quarterback? Oh, yeah. Is that no, it's are? half the league. And all of it, I mean, many of them. Many of them. Not all of them. <laughs> but many of them depend on, we we like Tom. He's dreamy. We don't like our quarterback. We, we love Tom. 
But this is not a Tom Brady story. It's not about anybody that we've talked about yet this offseason. No, it is pretty good, right? This is a fresh guy. This is a fresh, fresh story. Talk about a team that wants to move on from its former starter. As ESPN is reporting that the Jaguars want to go with Gardner Minshew as their starter this year and would like to find a trade partner for Nick Foles. Right? First now, we talked first. about this. In November, though. I hate to say I yeah. told you so, but when you gave Nick Foles that money, what did I say? You're just going to want to move on from him in a year. I'll find the tweet and put it back out there because that's what's that was. We knew it was what was going to happen because Nick Foles is not a starting quarterback that you can build around. Well, but it's, they, it's why you only gave him, two gave him years, money, though. right? Right. It's why you had such. But a why short are you even deal? investing in Nick Foles when all right? Let's go get somebody who can be our guy because you the, fooled yourself that the team was good enough last year and the quarterback class was not that big. Right that's, outside that's why, of the draft. That's why I should have been the GM of the Jaguars. I would have told you it's not going to work. I would have said draft Gardner Minshew because I'm not going to. I'm, I'm not saying I would have known something I didn't know, but I would have said why Nick Foles? Why? Why Nick Foles is a backup for a reason? All right. If he was that great, the guy won a Super Bowl with Philadelphia. They would have found a way to keep him if he was that great. If he was that that great, yeah. But they like Carson, Carson Wentz, Wentz all this. They would have found a way. Right. Too much but money. They move on from him, and I told you that was going to happen. They'd want to do it. The thing is. I already know what makes sense for Nick Foles. You're not going to like it, but I know what makes sense for Nick Foles. No, I, I've already thought about this, so just say it. I, I, it makes sense. It does. You can get out of his contract after this year. It's 20, 22 million. It's not overwhelmingly so. It's not 30, 35 million. But for a team that already said over the weekend we're bringing in a veteran quarterback, regardless, even though we have a franchise quarterback, but the Bears to get Nick Foles makes too much sense which is why it won't happen but it makes too much sense you need somebody to come in if Mitchell Trubisky shows he sucks right you can't go through another year where week five Trubisky is one and three and he's thrown two touchdowns and six picks and suddenly it's we're playing out another season with Trubisky and we're getting another quarterback you need to be able to say okay sorry Mitch but move on to somebody who has shown they can come in and take the reins for a while as a starting quarterback and certainly that's what Nick Foles has done in the past now when you want to commit to him as your long-term number one starter, that never works. So I I don't know if it's just Nick Foles can't take being the guy, because every time he was, quote, the guy, he's never played well, but any time he's been thrust in and had to play at a moment's notice or a couple weeks' notice, he has played well. So you bring him in as a backup, and he comes in, everything is awesome, he's a great teammate, look, he's not going to come in and suddenly be someone who's got this big alpha person, we talked about the alpha personalities a few minutes ago with, with Baker Mayfield and Odell Beckham, he can come in, you go to him, he's done it before, in a very similar type of environment with a cold weather team, he's taken over, come in, this makes too much sense for the Bears to say, hey, if we go get Nick Foles, we have our quarterback situation solved for 2020, and if something happens and it doesn't work, we can wash our hands of everything and move on to another guy in 2021, whether it's trading Mitchell Trubisky or trade or or you know giving bring him in back, but we bring somebody else in as our other court. Whatever it is, you can move on for 2021. 2020, this will do it for you, Trubisky and Nick Foles. Well, when it comes down to, to Nick Foles, I mean, last year wasn't necessarily a fair representation of anything. He got hurt. He threw right. one pass. He threw a touchdown. And he got hurt. what did hurt. it cost? Everything. Yeah. Just like Thanos. What did it cost? But it wasn't everything. But it wasn't that he went and played nine games and sucked. And then you said, you know what, we gotta bench this guy because he's no good. He got hurt. Okay, so I don't write him off 
as a goner. But what Gardner Minshew did last year and with the amount that you're paying him, i.e. nothing, you want to talk about Dak Prescott being a bargain these last couple of years? Look at Gardner Minshew. He's basically Mr. Irrelevant when it was all said and done. <laughs> and what you've got him under contract these next couple of years, you look at the operational efficiency that he had. Yeah, Minch, uh, Foles comes back in for three more games. He goes 0-3 in those. So they, they lost to Kansas City in the game. He got hurt 5 of 8, 75 and a score. And then they lose to Indianapolis, Tennessee, and Tampa. Okay, two of those on the road. Tennessee goes to the AFC title game. You know, all of those kind of things. Roll it up. So, But the bottom but, line... But you, with the you, Bears, it yeah. may... Yeah, but he's done. And, and this is why. I said they signed him to two years. Obviously, it's a four-year deal. But they signed him for two, hoping they'd find that guy of the future. Because the out is very nice for them, right? For whoever has him. The dead cap in year three is only $12.5 million. You say, well, only... Yeah, for what was a starting quarterback and knowing that the new CBA and new TV money is going to change the salary mm-hmm. cap immensely. 12 million yeah, is not that big a deal. Nothing. It used right, to be a can... lot. It's now if you got to eat over 20 million, that's kind of, that, now you're talking about a percentage of what your roster yeah. is that gets to be a little bit more. Yeah. But it also if you're the Bears, if you're moving on in 2021, you're drafting a quarterback, so you're not paying him. That's right. So it's not. It's not like okay. Well, we well we have this quarterback. We're paying 20 million to, and and then we have this. No, you're not paying the next guy. Yeah. So and, you're and then, okay. Yeah. When you get down to it, you've got a defense that didn't have the ball bounce their way as expected. Right. Everybody always expects things to repeat. No, you. They were not going to have the same year they did in 2018, and they lived up to their end of the deal. Now it's a question of can you retool the offensive line, get someone else alongside Allen Robinson and Anthony Miller, get a functional tight end, whoever that is, and then unleash David Montgomery, who was really good in spurts last year along with Tariq Cohen. You've got some weapons. Now it's a matter of finishing off the job, and we'll see if the front office of the Bears is able to do it, and if you can get Nagy to go back to being super genius. Bringing in Nick Foles as a security blanket is a nice move towards that. Twitter at How About a Fresca. Mike gets Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show, with my best friend Mike Harmon. Uh, not nearly the end of quarterback news. We got Brady. We have other quarterbacks not even in the league right now who are acting as general managers. We have Dak Prescott in the franchise tag. All that and more next on Fox. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Greetings and hello and welcome inside Hour 3 of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon live from the Geico Studios. Our best of podcast goes up online right after the show is over on iTunes, Google Play, FoxSportsRadio.com. You can use the iHeartRadio app, iTunes, Google Play, FoxSportsRadio.com. Use the iHeartRadio app. Listen to the whole show, parts of it, very tiny sections of it, big sweeping sections of it, whatever you want. Make sure to rate us, give us five stars, and we'll love you forever and ever and ever. Just do it. Very good. I was was waiting to hear Sean. Just do it. All right, very good. All right. So- in addition to what's going on with the Knicks tonight and the potential banning of Spike Lee from MSG, which it turned out not to be that, but boy, it was almost that for a while. No one told me. And it's why the Knicks it's why the Knicks are trending as high as they are. Not just because we beat the Rockets tonight. No, no, no. Knicks couldn't take a big night that was their best night of the year and make it about a big win. No, 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 no. 
No, we have to make it all about what happened or didn't happen to Spike Lee. Don't oh. you think you'd put out a statement at some point? Uh, if you're the Knicks, no. if you are you kidding? If you're, if you're James Rose. Dolan, you're at a you're at a concert right now and you're playing. So no one's even paying attention. JD in the straight shot on tour. Yeah. I mean, we missed them the last time. I don't think he's on tour. I think he's probably just playing someplace down the street from the garden. I mean, you were supposed to get us hooked up to do a remote from there. I know you you, you failed me. I don't know if we really missed them though. <laughs> I think it'd be fun. I'm playing this small place on on Eighth and 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 Madison. If you want to come play, it's I'm doing it the same time of the game, so it's okay. Don't come to the game. Come see me play instead. All right, so we'll have that story coming up in a few minutes because, well, you know, it, it is. It's just it's so typical Knicks. But tonight was, or the last couple of days, as the NFL Combine ended. There's no shortage of quarterback news and there's just so many quarterbacks mm-hmm. for, for different reasons look we, we talked a lot about what went on with joe burrow this you know maybe he's the new gm of the bengals and Power he's the one play. you know telling the bengals to make sure we keep aj green as the bengals say today we're going to keep aj green uh you have dak prescott who may or may not be getting the dreaded franchise tag we'll have that coming up in a few minutes but really when it's all Said and done, whatever you're breaking down, whatever we're looking at, guys moving, it all comes back to what's going to happen with Tom Brady. And these last 72 hours were just another exercise in that whatever is going to happen, he's going to be the one to set the dominoes falling in the NFL season. Because any team that thinks they're in on Brady as a potential destination, they're going to wait. And they're all going to wait whatever Brady's going to do. we got a couple of weeks to go until that happens, so he's going to hold everything up. But what do we see these last 72 hours? All these rumors coming out of the combine. All right, Brady's going to now meet with the Patriots for the first time. They're going to get together meet with Bill Belichick. But Brady's going to hit free agency. He's not going to sign a contract until free agency begins. And then you had Brady and Edelman and Jimmy Fallon at the Syracuse-North Carolina basketball game on Saturday. Jimmy Fallon. Most importantly, Syracuse lost 92-79. But they're at the game Saturday. And it's like, oh, there's Brady, there's Edelman, there's Fallon, and they're watching the game. And Julian Edelman actually decides to maybe have some fun, maybe break some news. But when the cameras find him, he's sitting next to Brady, he decides to let everybody know what he thinks is going to happen with Brady this season. He's coming back. He's coming back. (laughs) This is crazy. What you tell Beheim? What you tell Beheim? Can you imagine Beheim his post game press conference? I thought we played well in the first half defensively, but what I want to say is I hear Brady's going back to New England. It's going to be a two year deal for forty five million. It's going to be all guaranteed. Now, that would have been great. Good misdirection, no question about it. Let's not talk about the game anymore. How close are you with Tom Brady? <laughs> I, and by the way, don't don't dismiss it though. Your guy Dino Babers, the best recruiting job he ever did. Oh yeah, getting that he, selfie he, behind yeah, him. No. Oh yeah. Because I mean, think about it. Last year in the coaching carousel, it was did you ever meet Sean McVay? Mm. Now it's, look at me, I hung out with Tom Brady. I met Tom Brady. Come look to at me. You. I could do it. Come to Syracuse. Uh, Brady looked very uncomfortable 
with Edelman saying that, saying he's coming back, he's coming back. And then there was video. It looked like they were FaceTiming Mike Vrabel, a you know, former Patriot, who's now, of course, the head coach of the Titans. They were having fun there. But you could just tell that whole time Edelman's like, I'm going to do whatever the blank I want to. And Brady's Brady's the friend sitting there going, well, can you just not do this? Can you, can you just stop, dude? I want to leave, but I... Uh. The camera's on me. I can't do anything. I can't get mad. But, dude, could you please not do this? Can you not? He's the guy when you go out with your friend and your friend gets really embarrassing and you just want to go home, but you don't want to really piss him off because he's still one of your friends. You're like, dude, can you just stop? Can you just not do this for five minutes? Can, you, can we just watch the game? Can we just, oh, I really just want to watch the you game. You know all the That's nose I, I gave you for the was. last four months, Julian? <laughs> this is why I didn't go out. want to go out with you, Julian. This is why I've been sitting at home. You haven't seen me. And it's because of this. And then you got Fallon on the other side of Edelman. <laughs> and he's a wild card because he can break character and, and give up the goods at any moment. So you can't tell him anything either. I mean, and as far as this goes, right? Because now there's no other news after that. I ask you the question that I've asked from the beginning. If Brady was going to stay, why would we be going through all of this? Why all of this... I could be leaving. I could be leaving because he wants to be loved. I, but he, he wasn't. He wasn't loved. Everybody loves him. See, I like. My, Everybody I loves still like him. my chaos theory. Everybody Come loves on, him. Come on, it's a great chaos theory that you haven't heard stolen yet. It from is anybody else. But everybody of disrupting loves him. half the NFL. <laughs> By to having get everybody them get mad at their quarterbacks and their quarterbacks looking in the mirror going, what's wrong with me? Yeah, I did okay. I, I'm not going anywhere. Now you just have to uh, make nice with your quarterback. You're ready to kick to the curb for me. That's you, John Gruden. That's you, Bruce Arians. That's you, Joe Judge. Mike Vrabel. That's all of go you. That's you, Mike line. Vrabel. All of you. Now good luck. None of those quarterbacks can go back to where they want to play. I, I don't think we would be at this point if Brady was going to go back to New England because how it normally is is if you want to stay someplace, you work on a deal. If you don't get to a deal, you hit free agency. But Brady's going to do it where I'm going to go out in free agency. You know he's going to meet with people. He's going to talk, and you're going to get contract numbers thrown out. It'll be a, I don't think it will be a big tour for Brady. It'll be a couple of places that he stops, and then we'll go back to New England at the end. And is New England really going to then say, okay, Tom, whatever it is to, to keep you? If they really wanted to keep him, they were going to give him what they wanted – it would be something where he wouldn't hit free agency. Yeah, but see, I'm would, never. I'm, would, you, would, you don't go the other way and come back. But you might in this. If you're unique, not going to get money, but, but you in, really in think someone's not going to get Brady that right? money? But there's reports out of Boston that there there was a, a bit of the discussion and the way this last contract was structured wasn't necessarily so one one sided, right? And that Robert Kraft hadn't intervened in the whole Garoppolo thing uh, as everybody had always <laughs> tried to make it out to be. Kind of, kind of this battleground, but you you have it structured to where you be, can become a free agent. It's a year where there's a lot of quarterbacks. You want to go sow some oats and get on the road and be feeded. And hey, here's a mock up of your jersey, whatever else. But it's also the the idea of all right, let's see what the marketplace is. And I think to some degree in the background, I look. I don't have any inside knowledge, but I refuse to believe the way these reports come out, because they seem pretty haphazard. I mean, you have to admit that. They come from all over. Every angle has been covered with every team that may or may not be looking for a quarterback. Right? Pretty soon, you might you might have Deshaun Watson's name thrown in just for giggles by somebody as you roll through. Just That's just how crazy this offseason has been. But it's all just a lot of dirt throwing. So in the background... How am I to believe that 
there's categorically no conversations with the Patriots that have gone on. You haven't heard that from either side. It's the source and the guy thing with the guy in the place mm-hmm. that they're not communicating. Well, they may be. They may have their set ideas of here's what I need to continue on one side and Belichick with his set idea on the other. Yeah, and, but, and, but and, Brady would at least be a little bit of, yeah, we're talking. We'll see. Instead, it's been, nope, no, nope, it makes, nope, nope, nah, nope. This makes for better theater. No, but but, 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 but why but would Brady end, do this to the fans, do this to everybody if he was just going to? If they were really, really talking, so he would say, yeah, we're talking, we'll see. But not, yeah, but not Brady, he's saying but one not, thing but Bra- about the but Patriots. Not, but that's the beauty of it. He's, he's not, not saying not dispa- one thing. Right, but he's not disparaging them and kicking them to the curb. And but fan- this is who he's been with for 20 years. Sure. This is, you, 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 if you were with your, you know, a, but, but your family discussion- members for 20 years and you want to move away from them, you know, if you really want to stay, you would say, well, I love my family, but we'll see what happens. But the discussion no, ready part to go. of this might be in the background as to how the business of the NFL gets taken care of. Right, whether there's all this extra money that becomes available to give Brady what he wants and get him the weapons he wants, right? Because if the the new year, if the, if say they punt, right? Because right now we're a year ahead of schedule. That's what's lost in all the CBA talk, is they technically don't have to do anything mm. right now, right? This is going for review and consideration, but it doesn't technically have to be done. So. I think to some degree you're also looking at all right what's the what are the finances of this in terms of getting Brady what he wants and making it make sense because if you're talking about a tw- a 30 million dollar cap hit versus the current cap maybe it doesn't work for them and maybe they've all agreed behind closed door that they understand that. Oh, they know the money they're going to go to, but and but the thing is, is but that it, Brady's not going to go back, and it's going to be an offer the Patriots have to top or match. That's going to be low. The team, no one's going to go low. No, on Brady. no, no. I'm not saying that it is, but what How I'm about saying two years is, and ten million. But what I'm saying is, it it comes down to does the pie get expanded by this new CBA and the new monies and everything that we're talking about to where you get to a number that is more palatable. Can you make it work? Right, but that gets to the that means for but that's for everybody. That's oh yo instead of we were thinking about thirty yes. million, but now now it give you thirty eight million. Yes, and but, the Patriots are not going to no, do that. But if they got to thirty, I think thirty's a value proposition. Would the Patriots looking. pay? Him, there's no way they would pay him thirty. If, if the cap is to a, a where they have space to do, they have other so, things. They have sure. so many holes to fill. Be, giving Brady thirty million is not going to get them yeah, where see, they need to go. They're not as far off as as I believe you think they are. It's another year where they haven't add, didn't add anybody, and it was clear last year they're far behind the couple of teams that made it past them in the AFC. They have not done anything to make them better to bring in more weapons. They need to take that money and say, all right, let's spread it out and have a huge talent upgrade. And our quarterback right. we're bringing and in, Harry and, we're and coming Mohamed in. Sanu in another year might be better fits than they were Maybe. trying to get jammed in in the middle of a season. Yeah, and Brady did tweet out, hey, you will have a big year this year, Nikhil Harry. Not we will. You will have a big year. Big things for you this year, well, why, Nikhil Why Harry. don't you try to pump him up? It'd be for you, but why not say we if you're coming back? Why not say we? Hey, we could have some big things here. You will have a big we year. We all know I'm going to have a big year if I'm Tom Brady. You will. But you will. Not yeah, but, we but will. Brady hey, I'm a quarterback. But Brady scoffs at the media criticism of some of our brethren. Uh, Nikhil Harry, there were there were talks that he was taking the abuse he was receiving on Boston radio and newspapers to heart. Brady, look, Brady knows what it's like to be a leader, and he is doing everything he can to be very careful about not leaving any hints that he could go back 
to New England. And that that's a huge tell. It's a huge tell. I'm not giving you one crumb that says I could go back. Well, there. they just opened uh, a he TB. Even, no, they just opened a TB12 in a hotel in downtown Boston. It's but it's going to be it's going to move. It'll 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 move it's, to great it's just Greenwich, getting Connecticut. Ready to, getting ready to open. People will still buy stuff there. He's going to have a TB12 in all the big cities. Yeah, but you said there was no tangible thing. There's one for you. Okay, all right. They're they're, they're, they're opening that. up a TB12 and to sell still stuff now. Still having their roots right there. But is it is it a whole thing or is it a pop up or is it one of those? No, it's going to be, it's a gonna be it's for gonna be, for like six months or three months, no, and this, then it's moving this is on. It's going to become an institution. Okay, well, he's he'll always be a patriot. He just won't be a patriot in jersey and uniform this year. That's what it'll be. Well, maybe he walks off and retires. Maybe he becomes the next twenty million dollar broadcaster. You know, <laughs> Peyton's getting that. I want more. Of that. <laughs> hey, uh, we'll have more on that story coming up in a bit. <laughs> we got we got another big quarterback who could be close to a big payday, but maybe not. And why Tony Romo was not the first choice of CBS when they were doling out all kinds of money. We got them coming up next right here on Fox. AutoZone has more ways for you to get what you need when you need it. With their free same-day store pickup, you can place your order online and grab what you need today at more than 5,600 AutoZone locations. If you have a job that can wait until tomorrow, AutoZone offers free next-day delivery on orders over 35 bucks. At AutoZone, free next-day delivery is available on over 100,000 parts, including ones for jobs like like replacing your brake pads and rotors or installing new wiper blades. So get in the zone, AutoZone. Got all that and more straight ahead. Keep it right here. Jason Smith, Mike Harmon, Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon, live from the Geico Studios. And while Brady is getting most of the attention for quarterbacks, and rightfully so, Tom Brady is Tom Brady. He's everything you want in a quarterback if you want someone who's going to be 43 years old. Age is just a number, man. Uh, there's a bunch of other guys the past few days that are making their own way in the news, like we talked about a couple of few minutes ago. And Dak Prescott is now finding himself in the middle of that news cycle. The Cowboys want to keep Dak Prescott, and whether they leaked out over the weekend, probably, or someone <laughs> else just found out that the Cowboys offered Dak a contract of around $33 million a year. Dak reportedly wants more. This was done because the Cowboys knew this is going to make Dak look bad. Right, The fact that we offered him $33 million, which is a little bit more than Carson Wentz, those guys, and that's not enough. He wants a record-setting deal. This is going to play badly for Dak Prescott. And now the Cowboys, according to some reports, are going to be okay placing the franchise tag on Dak for next year. And that's what it's going to wind up being, and that's a smart move. Because there's two avenues to take with this Prescott story. The the long the we'll do the long range first and the short one second. We'll do it out of order this time. The long range is going to be we like Dak, we love him, we want him to be our guy, but he really is being a little bit outlandish. If he has a great year this year under the franchise tag, we'll sign him long term. And if not, well, then we'll figure something else out because we are going to be in salary cap hell because we have other guys to sign. And, and you know, Dak is someone that we love, but is he going to be irreplaceable? And as Dak plays under the franchise tag, the Cowboys will try to line up who the next quarterback is going to be. Dak needs to understand that his value is at its highest as the Cowboys' starting quarterback. It's not nearly that anyplace else. Because if Dak Prescott was the quarterback of the Bears – or the quarterback of the Lions, or the quarterback of the Chargers, or the quarterback of the Browns, it would be, hey, you know, Dak's not bad. Dak's not bad. But we wouldn't even look talk about him being as good as Jameis Winston. I mean, the fact that he has been associated with the Cowboys brand is what has amped up Dak Prescott's value because Jerry Jones talks about him all the time. I drafted him. I found him because he wasn't one of the top two picks in the draft. I found him. Look at what he's done. Look how good the team has been. And in reality, Dak has been okay. He's been a good quarterback. He's been above average. He's he's done some good things. He is pretty good. But he benefits so much from being associated with the Cowboys brand that if it was Dak Prescott, Raiders quarterback, would anybody be going crazy in free agency to sign him or trying to give him a lot of money? Dak needs someone to tell him, dude, you need the Cowboys brand as much as they need you. 
So if you're going to hold out for this whole big deal and 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 be okay with not being the Cowboys quarterback in the year, okay. But if you really want to stay here, you can still make a ton of money. You can make $33 million a year. You can do it. You know, you can do it and have a great life and be the quarterback of the Cowboys and you're going to be immortal if you're the Cowboys quarterback for 15 years. I mean, just think about that for a second. That's the conversation that needs to happen. People that are in the know and have his ear need to say, dude, you need the Cowboys brand. All right? Don't think you don't. Because if you want to try someplace else near, oh, someone could give you money, but are they going to say, Dak, here you go. Here's here's a seven-year contract. No, here's a couple years and we got an out. Or here's a four-year deal. We're out after two on you. Because if you're not good, we're going to wind up wanting to move on. Well, part of it is the curiosity, as we've talked about, the number of quarterbacks that are in the market and the number that can be traded for, right? Whatever you believe, whether that includes Matthew Stafford or doesn't, whether it includes, you know, and there's becomes a viable trade for Nick Foles or Derek Carr, add those to the guys that are actually free agents and the incoming quarterback class. That's a lot of guys on the table. So for this year, I mean, Dak played well. Some bum slaying involved. Mm-hmm. Defense didn't live up to its end of the bargain at times. And then you look at what you have at the receiving core. You also have to figure out, are you bringing back Amari Cooper? Who else are you going to bring in? Because there's some robust numbers there for Dak when you talk about his touchdown to interception ratio, well over 4,000 passes. Oh, this was his best year. This was his best year. But it was the growth, and it it finally comes into a new new play caller, new system. Jason Garrett is finally out. Mike McCarthy brought in ostensibly to bring him to that next step. Now, Jason Witten says he wants to come back. Well, if they do that, it's, all right, we're being nice to Jason Witten. Blake Jarwin is your tight end of the future, and he's probably going to get, you know, the tender that if someone else wants to come pay him a ton of money, uh, that's fine, but they'll get some compensation. But when we look at at Dak, he certainly took strides forward. Just this is a tough year to go and play hardball because there's so many other quarterbacks, Not not even looking at Tom Brady which I said the Cowboys should have a long time ago. Uh, if they're, if we're going to have fun with it, right? You went Giants uh, and talk of the division path. I, I laughed at said Cowboys, and others have thrown the Cowboys into the mix now uh, here and, and elsewhere. So it's, it's a fun talking point. But Dak's a guy that's shown great growth, and I, I'd like to see that continue there. And, but the tag has always been what I thought was going to end up happening, right? Do it again. Do it again with the new guy. And prove it, and then you know bet on yourself for a year, and then the market isn't nearly going to be as robust next year, and those teams will be a little more desperate to kick more money, and the pot will be bigger. If you want to compare Dak Prescott, what he's done, numbers he's put up to another NFL quarterback, he compares very, f- not, not fav- I guess favorably because they're, they they give you about the same. He compares about the same to Kirk Cousins. Right? If Kirk Cousins suddenly became a free agent, are people going crazy to go sign him? No, he got his money when he was a big deal, and he's come out, he's played pretty well. You know, a touchdown to interception ratio of three to one, but still, has he led them? Has has he done some next level things? Kirk Cousins is not, and neither has Dak Prescott. We did get a you like that too, you know, though. We we did. We did, but they're that they're the same guy. Twenty six you know, twenty six to thirty touchdowns, seven to ten interceptions, between four and five you know, forty five hundred sure. yards. That's what he's giving you. But with the way that acceptable quarterback level just goes up and up with less interceptions and more touchdowns and more 
you can't just sit here and say, okay, well, Dak, Dak is just putting up those numbers. Dak is good because it's not. It's not as acceptable as it used to be. And for Dak, who really still had his best year overall, best, best year as a rookie. Now, last year was his best year touchdowns-wise with 30 touchdowns, but his best year ratings-wise and what he's done was still his rookie year. It's hard because he hasn't shown any upward tick, and you want to see that if you're going to pay a guy a ton of money. You want to see, all right, well, Dak started out this guy, but look at what he's been doing the past couple of years. You want to know your quarterback is getting better yeah, and not I'm getting this flat level of production from him. Yeah, but the curiosity, though, Dallas is built uniquely in that they've spent so much money on their offensive line and Zeke Elliott, right? So it becomes the what? what's the acceptable ceiling in terms of his productivity, right? Because, I mean, there were a number of games where you're throwing stuff at the television, not just because you're a Zeke Elliott fantasy owner, but you're a guy watching football going, you paid all these guys. Look at your top 10 salaries paid. Why are you not running the football? Dak Prescott, in many of those games, throwing the ball 38, 42, 47 times when it's they didn't use Zeke Elliott at all. It's like, how do you not slow the game down? How do you not get those road graders going? And, and try to make it about your offense just bludgeoning people and then take your shots downfield to Cooper or Jarwin across the middle or Michael Gallup, who emerged as a second-year guy. The game plan became, all right, let's showcase Dak. Like, what are we doing? What are we doing? You built this team. You paid Zeke. Why are you paying the running back if you're not going to give him the ball 25 times? You're going to pay him first, and then you're going to pay the quarterback, and then he might pay the wide receiver. It was done really out of order. But you know Jerry Jones is thinking is, I'm going to get all three. Well, Some but, I'm going to find but a But also Zeke, find Zeke was the guy that went and said, all right, screw you. I'm not showing up, da- and da- I'm not doing this. The da- other guys played nice. I'll get mine, and yeah. now here we are. If Dak was someone, if, if he had the right people around him to say, dude, just realize what you're doing here. All right, if you're going to play hardball and want a record-setting deal from the Cowboys who are not going to give it to you and you're okay with playing out a year under the franchise tag and then maybe moving on, but if you want to be the quarterback of the Cowboys, $33 is pretty good. And Jerry Jones is going to keep you forever. He has a lot of loyalty to his players, and you'll go well, down. He as loves a, you like Stephen. Fifteen. I mean, yeah, it's like you're his son already. Well, but I mean, the that, other thing that's, is, he that's you're giving up. That's you're giving up. But one thing, Dak's agents and and business folks can also look to is like he should have fired Garrett nine times. Look at look at all the look at how much yeah. rope you'll get here, right? So that's part of it as well. I mean, is if you want to stick around, and mm-hmm. it's just about sticking around and keeping that star on your helmet. Certainly there. And we always talk about branding and merchandising. Cowboy is one of the biggest brands in the world. Well, no question about it. And I got news for you, too. You kind of alluded to it, but just watch whether it is a negotiating ploy or whether it is a serious interest. In the next few days, you will see the headline sources. Cowboys call Brady's reps. You will see that whether it's a push of for Dak Prescott for this negotiation to think, hey, you think you're ir- we love you, but if you think you're irreplaceable, irreplaceable, here's a guy that's won a bunch of Super Bowls that we could maybe bring in here who would love the Cowboys brand. Whether it's a real story or just to push Dak Prescott, you will see that sources. Cowboys call Brady's reps. Guaranteed. Write it down. It is a big bulb. Sometime in the next few days, that's going to come true. Chaos theory for everybody. I love it. Twitter at How About a Fresca. Mike at Swollen Dome. The Jason Smith Show with Mike Carmen. Coming up in 90 seconds. Tony Romo wasn't the number one choice of CBS when they gave him all those millions of dollars to announce NFL games. Who was?
John Stamos. It was not John Stamos. Did you see? I, I'm trying to get him. We got to find him. He's at, He was at the Laugh Factory. We need to do a remote. We need to get this. You'll find out coming up next. But first, be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. So we had a big story the other day involving Tony Romo, who's getting paid $17 million a year from CBS to be their analyst, a contract that now looks like it's over $200 million total. So Romo's going to get paid, you know, from CBS to talk about football, what he got from the Cowboys to play football. I'm sure he'll probably, nice yeah, I'm, pro- I'm sure he'll probably have a reality mm-hmm. show he has to host in there. Maybe he shows up in some random other sporting events. Tony's or, Tigers and somehow it's something to do with Tigers. Just want to get the a tiger show. in there. Yeah, well, it's got to be something to wrestle that tigers. Know. That'd be cool. Oh, okay. I bet that Tony wrestle tigers. I mean, for a hundred million dollars, I'd wrestle tigers. He predicts the move the tiger's going to make. Oh, the tiger's going to claw my face off. Right? Oh, it happened. But he wasn't the number one choice. CBS apparently, ESPN also approaching Peyton Manning before Romo got all that money. The Peyton Manning offer was somewhere in the ten to thirteen million dollars a year range, and Peyton Manning talked about it and thought about it, but wasn't a hundred percent committed. So CBS moved on and signed Romo. Now, look, we've talked about Romo being a guy that everybody listens to, and certainly that's true, and that's why CBS gave him that money, and and that's what big corporations and big networks channels do they have that kind of money to pay people 17 million a year it's a deal they make deals like that all the time Peyton Manning would also be a guy that cuts through because of his popularity in commercials and what he's been doing hosting Peyton's place on ESPN and every time you see him he appears somewhere for a few minutes and he's very fun well when he's, he's throwing footballs he's at got kids great and Saturday Night Live sure. Kids. sure he does great things Peyton Manning but is Peyton Manning really a next-level broadcast superstar, or is he a guy that looks the part? Because it's something when you can show up, be heavily produced like it is with the Peyton's Places or when he hosts the ESPYs or does commercials where here's something that's not a ton of content, but he's funny and he looks good in it, right? It's good packaging. Peyton Manning is always packaged very well. But is Peyton that next-level guy that can do and broadcast a three-and-a-half-hour football game? It's tough. Not many people can. A good question. Not many people can do it. That's why Romo stands out, because he's proven not only that he listens, but he can do it for three-and-a-half hours. I think hours. the personality of what we know of Peyton Manning says you could. Could, but could he do right, it? That he's snarky and Twice funny a week and, and three-and-a-half hours a day and, and, yeah. and, and beyond, beyond every single time? Well, there's always, hard. there's always been the question, given his love of golf and everything else, whether Romo was going to commit to it, too. Right. Right, and obviously he signed off on a huge novelty check size contract, no question about it. But it's one of those, he's still very young in it too, right? We mm-hmm. talk about all the time, about what's that shelf life before someone starts getting the itch, right? Entertainers getting into a booth, whether it be in a radio booth or a TV booth, that suddenly they, they get the Jones, that they want to go and do something else. They want to do more and whatever else. With Tony Romo, as long as he's potentially wanting to be on a, a PGA tour somewhere, there's always that possibility. He says, you know, this is all fun, guys, but uh, I'm going to go. I, I'm still aspiring to play on Sundays. Well, I'm sure that's an out in his contract. Hey, if I get yes, then we're not going to pay you. Okay, great. But I mean, look, th- th- this is what he's going to yeah. be doing, and this is this is now his calling. Would Peyton Manning be as good? There, the world is littered 
with can't-miss players that we thought were going to be great when you put them on TV and put them on the radio. And what happens? They can't do it because it's too much. It's too much for them to do it. Why do you not see so many great analysts on the radio for three or four hours a night? Because they don't want to do it. You know, plenty of athletes think going on the radio and going on TV is easy. Uh, I'll just go on. I'll just say some things, and then they do it, and they realize how hard it is. Well, it's, it's easy in ten minutes. Guys, did, you you think you thought Rex Ryan was going to be the no? He's going to be so good. And I told you he was not going to be a next level broadcaster. Sometimes you don't know who it's going to be, but you have, it's got to be somebody that has that kind of work ethic. Well, but also for that players, can, that though, can do it's it. that question of. All right, I was great here. Can I do I want to be great here, but also can I leave the game behind? Right? Cuz you still mm-hmm. know a lot of coaches. Yeah. You still know a lot of assistant coaches, people in front offices and players on the field. So if you're too close to being taken off the field, maybe you're not so ready with your criticisms when something's an obvious criticism. Right? That's why we always thought John Gruden it was just a matter of time before he was getting back onto a field and back, you know, onto uh, with a team as a coach, because he wouldn't criticize anybody, right? But no matter he, how badly a guy played, but he was also he was, pa- also he was packaged very well by ESPN sure. and Monday Night Football and doing all the Gruden things that he did. But for most athletes to make that jump to suddenly go, now I'm going to broadcast for three, four hours a day, can't do it. You know, I, I know so many guys that are were trying to get into broadcast. They're a player all the, that are going to get in. Oh, I want this TV gig. I want this radio gig, and they do 12 minutes. And a segment, and they're done. All right, I'm done. I said everything I wanted to say in the last 12 minutes. Well, you know what? We have another three hours and 40 minutes to go, so you better have some more stuff to say. I'm going to take you next. We're going to go find something something crazy. Exactly. You know, I don't know if Peyton Manning would be that guy. Could he do it? I mean, you'd like to think he could, but everything has been short bursts, you know, and you're paying him that kind of money. You want him on Sundays. You want him on Mondays. You want him for other things. Is he going to, or is he someone that, hey, you know what? I like doing this for a little bit here, and it's fun when I can just kind of come in and not have to go over the top work hard, but when you want to be that kind of next level analyst, you kind of have to work your ass off. Look, Charles Barkley worked his ass off for a long time. Now he just shows up and lives off of being Charles Barkley, but that's what happens to anybody. He's living off his personality. But for the longest time, these guys, they got to work long hours and make sure they're there, you know, way before the show starts to be able to prep and do that. And I don't know. I know Tony Romo was that guy. I don't know that Peyton Manning is that guy, just because every athlete is different and they think I can go and talk about sports on the radio or TV and then they get there and they go, oh, I'm not ready for this at all. I'm not. I'm. I'm, I'm done. I don't. Oh, really? We got. We got to do another three hours of radio. Oh, oh all right. I, I'm. I'm exhausted. Bring him another cup of coffee. <laughs> yeah, Manning. He's, I, I still see him either in a front office or or owning a team eventually. So I don't think the booth is for him. Twitter at How About a Fresca. Mike at Swollen Dome. The Jason Smith Show with my best friend Mike Harmon. Coming up next, we got a big NBA story coming your way, and maybe we'll tell you about it. Maybe we won't tell you about it. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend Mike Harmon. Oh! Live from the Geico Studios where maybe you looked at Twitter tonight and you're like, wait a minute, with all the big things trending tonight, the Bachelor, Chris Matthews, Randy Orton. Why are the Knicks up there? Ah, uh, well, yeah, yeah. I, 
I just wear the Knicks every night. I have to wear them every night like it's a T-shirt. So they beat the Rockets tonight, 125-123, mm-hmm. right? Great night for the for the Knicks. They win the game. Oh, RJ Barrett's got 27. Sure. He has a great Manu Ginobili push-off lefty bank oh, shot to win the game. terribly, oh, yeah. it was great. He got three and a half steps as a rook. But what's getting all the attention? Why is it trending? Because Spike Lee apparently... Tried to enter Madison Square Garden through the wrong entrance tonight. In through the outdoor. They wouldn't let him in the building. And Spike Lee was not happy. And there was some video. Someone took their cell phone of Spike Lee yelling in a Knicks office about why he wasn't allowed to come in through that entrance. No one told me. No one told me. Apparently no one told Spike Lee he couldn't do it. That's some of the audio. Good news is, according to many Knicks sources... This was dealt with, and at halftime, he and James Dolan were laughing with each other, oh, and everything was okay. Well, as long as they were able to hash things out. <laughs> no totally wipes it. it all away. No one told it. That and how the broadcast you know, handled things. Uh, you know, that, that's a, the thing. variable here. The, the broadcast kept showing Leon Rose. Oh, yeah. First day as Knicks president, right? Everything is great. And mm-hmm. He wins the game. The Knicks beat the Rockets. And hey, as much as I love Spike Lee, if this is how it's going to go, that the Knicks now, Leon Rose is here, and the Knicks are going to do nothing but win, but Spike Lee can't come to the games, and Spike Lee can't come to the games. Yeah, I think this works out okay. He's got yeah. Spike Lee can't come anymore. It's got to. I mean, it's tough. Leon Rosen, Spike stays away. Spike, greater good. Great. If you stay away, if the Knicks will win, greater good. I think he would understand that. I think he, I he think should. after years of losing and watching loss after loss, the obviously getting to rub elbows with the, all the NBA elite is one thing, and being tagged as one of the first super fans. Right? We could say that one of the first celebrity super fans really identified with the team. Spike mm-hmm. Lee. That's yeah. how long it's been. He's been hanging out. He's with seen the a lot Knicks. of bad Knicks basketball. But he's watched, yeah, that's just a it. lot he's of bad basketball. A lot of bad basketball. Very few highs. How do you not just allow him in Madison Square Garden like a normal pass? Like he just gets to walk in every day. Seems he, like he's just got all access. He right? wants this is like to be at concert. the games. How many fans want to go to Knicks games? He wants to be there. I'm a, well, a lot he's of tourists. Okay, a lot but, of tourists. They make their money off tourists. Yeah, but Spike has a big career, and he's okay being associated with the Knicks. I mean, this is, he tried to elevate. This doesn't them. help him. Yeah, he tried to elevate, and he's for still years. okay with being associated with the. Yeah, Knicks. I mean, I wonder if there isn't a little of this. Uh, today we had word, and it's something you and I have talked about quite a bit on the show that Steve Ballmer eventually was just going to fork over a ton of money to James Dolan, get through all these lawsuits, and buy the forum and all of the land surrounding it. Right, mm-hmm. and that's the word today is that there's going to be several Brinks trucks heading east eventually. Maybe Spike Lee's part of that deal. Maybe he becomes a Clipper fan. Okay, I'm okay with that. If that he means the Knicks are going to win, if it if that's what it is, well, if it's, it's the devil, a... devil went down to George and here I got a deal for you. I got your soul or a golden guitar. If you can beat me in a duel, all right. And I'm gonna. That, but for the Knicks, it's hey, you're going to win, but you got to get rid of Spike. All right. Well, you know, you get John Bon Jovi or somebody instead. Bon Jovi. <laughs> Who I, oh, I believe that's um, not going to get to verify <laughs> Instead, this. Instead, John Bon Jovi. I don't games. know. I'm throwing up a guy nearby. Yeah, it's his birthday. Happy birthday, John Bon Jovi. Okay. There you go. Uh, I, I don't think that's going to work. Oh, I got to explain to millennials who John Bon Jovi is. Oh, okay. 
58 years old today. Yeah, yeah, he's still, and, you know, still a little runaway. And, and, and Lou Reed would have been 78 today. No. So we got, we're got we adding everybody. Why do you have to bring up somebody I'm, who's I'm dead? I'm into musical legends But right why now. is somebody who's dead? Why can't we just deal with the live birthday of the day? With And that's Well, and folks that's had, bon maybe Jovi. haven't seen Bon Jovi in a while. And okay. Maybe they thought but he's the alive. worst. No, but he's, yeah, he's, he's doing fine. He's been on TV. He's doing good. He's doing great. He's, he's got a new tour he's coming. Li- he's living, he, TJ, he's living on a prayer at the age oh, of 58. There you have it. He would like you to lay your hands on him, but only after you wash your hands and and make sure you dry them off. DJ. Well, you also have to be careful how you say that. Um, guys had to leave their television shows for well, saying yeah, well, he had a song called Allegedly. "Lay Your Hands on Me." Yeah, lay most your folks don't know that. On yeah, I mean it's like a spiritual kind of thing. Yeah, and everybody lay your hands on me. Oh yeah, oh yeah, no, it's, it's got, not got a gospel thing going yeah. on to it. Yeah, no, it's good. It's good. It's that was off the New Jersey Bon Jovi. Yeah, that was a good one. I like New Jersey. It also had uh, the other one. Uh, 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 you were born to be my yeah, that's a good baby. One. I like that. It was kind of like living on a prayer, but like the sequel. No, it's good. I mean, I'm a big fan of the end of the road kind of thing, the scars on this guitar. That's a good mm. song. Yeah, but we can't replace Spike Lee with Bon Jovi just because. Oh, well, but, I, but if we're trading Spike Lee, no. you got to find a new ambassador. No, I think that's what it is. Leon Rose is in, so now Spike Lee's got to be out. So now you just show Leon Rose at every... Big play or failure. That mm-hmm. was like they did tonight. They didn't show Spike Lee at all. They just showed Leon Rose. Over under was 97 times. Knicks, yo. Look at the Knicks. Here come the Knicks. They won two in a row. Taken they down. They beat the Rockets. The Rockets took 56 three-point shots. Yeah. And you know how many of them James Harden took at the end? None. True. He's got to tell Russell Westbrook, hey, Russ, this is great, but uh, dude, I take the shots at the end of games here. That's me. Coffee's for closers. Twitter at How About a Fresca, Mike at Swollen Dome. Coming up next, two big quarterback stories coming your way. Fox. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Time to slide over. Jason and Mike live from the Geico Studios. I've had sex with him like 50, 60 times. On camera. Sometimes you play the on camera, sometimes you don't. Got to keep them guessing. Can't figure you out, tight shirt. I can't do it. You'll never know. I <laughs> He's an enigma. And he, wanna, he wants to keep people guessing, right? Can it extend beyond 60? Are there some unreleased under uh-huh. other names? I mean, you don't know. We have Jason Locke and Forrest stopping by in a few minutes. CBS, NFL Insider, all the latest on Tom Brady. Where is he going? Are the Titans now the new favorite after allegedly he and Julian Edelman were FaceTiming Mike Vrabel at the Syracuse game on Saturday? Are the Browns looking to trade Odell Beckham Jr.? ESPN had that report today. Joe Burrow, new general manager of the Cincinnati Bengals. Assume power. Hey. Absolutely. Uh, you know, there's a big lesson I want everybody to learn here. You can learn from Joe Burrow what's happening right now with Cincinnati. All right? Flex. There's a big lesson for yes. every person who has a job. Right? Every single person who works. And for those that aspire to one, yes. listen up. Today, we saw the headline that the Bengals are likely going to franchise A.J. Green to keep him another year. Seemed fairly obvious, I, but sure. Yeah. You know, they're going to, it's okay. We saw the story today. It's kind of a big deal. Yeah. All right. Well, they're going to keep him. Well, and, I mean, all those rumors tying yeah. him to the Patriots, sure. all these other things. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure. Absolutely. And he, you know, he missed He missed last year. He wasn't able to play. They thought we could trade him at the deadline. That didn't happen. You know, but but they, they stuck with him and they kept him. And so A.J. Green, they want to keep him. Yeah. Again. Well, yeah. So that story breaks, and then maybe it breaks today because a couple hours later, there were different reports. Peter King, uh, Monday morning quarterback, 
reported that Joe Burrow, in a meeting, told the Bengals to keep A.J. Green this year. And the Bengals said, okay, well, we'll keep A.J. Green. You know, so, we like I like to have a good wide receiver. Or maybe he doesn't. And he's going to say, I don't like A.J. Green. So, like, all right, they'll keep A.J. Green. And then when it comes time oh. to the draft, he's going to say, yeah, screw you. I want to go someplace oh, else. Oh, a classic oh. misdirection. <laughs> so That'd that's what good. I'm going to do. I thought they said, who's A.J. Green? <laughs> do I have to explain? We haven't seen that guy in years. New phone, to, who this? I have to explain to millennials who A.J. Green is. Well, he hasn't I, played I don't in understand. So there's Joe Burrow who is now calling the shots as not even a Bengal player yet and not even for another couple of months, but they'll do it. So this tells you likely that the Bengals, no matter what, are still going to take Joe Burrow and hope for the best. Well, remember, the last couple of weeks we've had all sorts of statements from Joe Burrow, none of which indicated that he was enthralled Mm. with the idea of playing in Ohio, no matter what mom, dad, and any other relative they asked had to say. Being from there. Nah, I don't know if I eh, sometimes I want to get away from been home. Been there, done that. I went through that phase where I had to get away from home before I thought I could go back. Well, everybody needs had a to little get away. time had away. To get out. Yeah, everybody. Everybody <laughs> needs a little time away. <laughs> but this is what the lesson I want to make sure people know about when it comes to this Joe Burrow story. Like I tell everybody, the meaning of life parsed out between hot sports takes every night here on Fox Sports Radio. A.J. Green has had a phenomenal NFL career. Oh, he's had a fun run, absolutely. Likely he's got a decent amount of time left as long as he's healthy. But he has had a great career, albeit it's been in Cincinnati. What, he got 7,000-yard seasons, right? He's had had some really big years. He has had a great career. He and his buddy Andy Dalton, they came in together and set the world ablaze. His future... If he wants to stay a Bengal, make money, was decided in part by a 22-year-old kid who has not done anything in the NFL and is not even a member of the team. Yeah. Right? That's If you're A.J. Green, part of you is, hey, that's pretty cool that this guy's coming in, he's going to be the number one pick and going to have to play with somebody else. Maybe he's great. That's great. Part of me would feel very I'm humbled by that. Well, I, I, I like that. Until Joe Burrow says, I grew up watching him. But <laughs> the other part of it, I'm like, you're letting this 22-year-old kid bleepity bleepity bleep who's not even on the bleeping team that is going back and forth as to whether or not he actually wants to play here decide my future? Are you kidding me? So I get if he's a little salty and chappy. But this is why. And I tell this to everybody, whatever job you do, be nice to your interns. Be nice to them. Be nice to the people who are getting their job coming out of college. They want to do something. Be nice to them because you never know. They could be the ones that jump in and one of those 25-year-old programming wonderkins who are, hey, I'm here. you know what I like? Boy, when I interned on the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon, they were great. I want to make sure I give them a lot of money to come broadcast from my station. No, that's a good and move. And I'm like, okay, I want that. Are you kidding? No, that's why. She's our intern right now. I want to be really nice does, to her. She does such a great job. I, I can't even tell you. I mean, so, Frostburg and Teicher talk about it every night. She's got her she's own here. podcast yeah. already. I mean, oh, she's, dominating. Doing, she's yeah. doing things. So in she's seven, a mover and a shaker. So no in question. seven or eight years when she becomes a big program i'm gonna say hey you know what why don't you hire us we were really nice to you remember all the times we brought food in and everything else and we had fun stories note to self bring more food i gotta bring more food yeah. but i i want that you know i, I want to make sure it's okay that's why you got you gotta always be nice production assistants who come in and be nice to everybody be nice you never know 
when they're going to be somebody who makes a decision on you. Well, unless they you make a bad edit, know. then they have to hear about it. Uh, yeah, sure, but I would still want to say, listen, well, well listen, if, you, if, if you're an intern that's a lunatic and you, you know, you're know you really in the wrong field, I don't care. But if you say that you're a little smart, yes, Alex How Teichel, come you're never nice to me then? I am. Oh, do I or do I not give you an average grade of C to C plus a night for the show? You know I'm striving for Bs, Jason. I, I, I know you are, but also, I don't have to worry about this because eventually I'm going to meet your mom, who's a good-looking lady, <laughs> oh, there and you're going to call me dad. Wow, there and that, is. So I don't have to and worry about it. And when he says meat, <laughs> cut Wait. that meat. <laughs> yeah. Frostburg off the top rope. That escalated quickly. But no, Ty, that's why I don't have to worry about Tyshirt. I just got to worry about Tyshirt's mom. Well, because Tyshirt, I mean, you've that's, always that's, said that's, he's, he's going to have a short about. run because he, do, he doesn't need any protein. Oh, yeah, yeah. Tyshirt, he's going to be 30 years old and he's going to, why? Could you die of scurvy now? I thought that was only in the wow. 1800s. Yeah, well, apparently. All right, given. given uh, <laughs> Tyshirt's on scurvy, huh? Wor- worldwide. <laughs> pro- yeah, I suppose scurvy's not used very often. We can talk about scurvy. <laughs> scurvy. He does live in Corona. Yeah. 38% of people think that Corona, California is a problem. I know. What's going on? Just, uh, just have le- lemon. Lemon's the key. Well, I have limes. Lemon's so. the key. Well, lemon's the key. Lemon's better for well, you. Well, limes are a part of lemon. Lemon blasted the crap out of my other kidney stone, which is now officially gone. Oh, by the way, I no, went for my checkup two days ago. Oh, it's gone. Back. My last one gone because I had a lot of lemon, and that zaps the crap out of it and gets rid of it. Boom! Till jet season. So, well, no, no, that's about ulcers. They, they do cause. That's completely they different. cause lots of problems. You yeah. just wait. That's different. That that's that's other problems. The jets killed on. a man, dude. It's just, no, it's <laughs> that was it's only true. on curb your enthusiasm. No, but I mean, it's real life. Not a true story. Did you not see that disclaimer? Safarian Jenkins completed the catch. He completed the catch. He came all the way through. Lay low for a while, Brick. The Jets killed the man. Yeah. I'll tell you, there's comedy and they're seeing Jane Krakowski tell Larry David that Austin Safarian Jenkins completed the didn't complete the catch against the Patriots in 2017. That was pretty good. Austin but, Safarian Jenkins. I remember us yelling about that. Oh, I remember. I, that? I can still remember see that? it. I'm like, real, yeah. you're really just now splitting hairs. Oh, he did not make that. You want to hear the highlight? No, yeah, really. you got it. No, we, there's no way we have it. No, you know, I know what we're going to hear. We don't have that highlight. You sure? Yeah. We're yeah gonna, let's try. We're going to get Spike Lee. Tom Moore, then uh, Indianapolis, the offensive coordinator. And Sanchez gets hit. The ball is loose, and it's alive. Wrong highlight. My bad. I have never did, seen that did, before yeah, in but how my did, life. How did Mark Sanchez not understand that he was going to get trucked like that? Uh, ran to the backside of Brandon Moore and knocked the ball out. Well, no one told him. Two, three. So, when it comes to working with younger people, yeah, you know, like like the bishop and Caddyshack, much of the incredible satisfaction I get is from working for young people such as yourself. Always be nice to the people that are coming in. PA, they want to light the world on fire. It's you know, it's a young person's business right now. You want to make sure. I mean, Gonna give me a job, right? Treated you good. I knew I'd do a you good show. You know what? Show, that that helps laugh. that I got a baby face. I'm aging well. Yeah, I could okay. still pass for some of those young whippersnappers now and then. Uh, well, well, how young though? But I mean, really, how young? Like young, like Depends early twenties? No, yeah. no, no, you can't do. No, not quite that. No, you can't do. No, 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 no. 
No, I, I, I would There's say... There's a lot of young, tw- mid-20s and late-20s guys who've aged worse than I am. There are. There are many of yeah. them. Yes. Yeah, every time I see Goldberg from the Mighty Ducks in a, in a <laughs> wow. some, some kind of thing. Wow. Oh, man. Wow, Goldberg, you had to on, go dude. there? Go- he, I feel you so know bad what's for tough, that though? guy. He's not getting his own Funko. Oh. He's not even going to be in any shape to go to any of these con- conventions I, to sign I it. I feel so bad for that guy. I mean, every time, you know, when you find out an actor is on, you know, is, 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 is having a tough time, somebody steps up that, that's an actress and to help you out, right? Like when the guy from the Cosby show was working at uh, Trader Joe's, he got a couple of acting gigs. Someone uh, help out Goldberg. When Elvin. Right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, he was he was never really great on the Cosby show, but I mean, still. Hey, he had a good Ducks. run, man. No, no, no. It's just, we, we moved on to Elvin. You we said Goldberg. Elvin. Goldberg. Yes, we were talking about Goldberg. Hey, that's champion Goldberg. <laughs> Back in the WWE, kicking ass ready for WrestleMania. You know what sarcasm is, Goldberg? No, but... Someone should be able to help Goldberg. But I'm telling you, that's why I'm always nice to people, because you never know what's going to happen to them. You have no idea what's going to happen. Behind the scenes, with Alex Dyche, I mean, really? he's going to have tales uh, to tell. You, you, you never know. Some I do know, and I go, all right, you're going to wind up doing something else for a living. But <laughs> wow, some of them, are, I, I could tell. How quickly do you make that judgment? No, oh, I know within the first like five minutes. Yeah. There's no way. Within the I first usually five say uh, two, three weeks. Two three weeks now. Yeah. I I am I'm, I'm very good at snap well, judgment. No, but but when we get to the interns, right? It's usually mm-hmm. first week is is kind of watch, yeah, pay attention, yeah, learn a little bit, and then it's the how how much you really want to do something. I know. That, I mean, we've had lumps here. No, but I we, know we recognize pretty fast. But listen, to to do the Joe Burrow thing, I know they're doing well if I go into the room and Tyshirt is talking to our intern. Like if he's not in you know, this, all right, this person's just not working out. They're just sitting there. You know what? He is a pretty good anything. judge of character. He is. He's pretty good. We, we have to give him that. Yeah. No. It's if if he's Pony talking, that might go. Get but beyond that, yeah. I mean, it's yeah. I mean, these interns got to go home and go. <laughs> I work with a guy who's got a ponytail. I mean, no, no, a guy, talk. A guy with a ponytail. It's a guy with best a ponytail. looking ponytail you've ever seen. <laughs> Dude, you're not okay. You know what? So, Watch. Okay, here's what you gotta do. Say here's it. you gotta do. Here's you gotta do. Say it. You know what what's what's always the the thing I tell you I know how when a bad movie is. I tell you because Thomas Ian Griffith is in it. In every movie Thomas Ian Griffith does, he's in a he's in a ponytail. No, you were saying about uh, Jessica Alba. If she's in a movie, it's a bad movie. How uh, dare you? Yeah, well, tell me a great movie Jessica Alba's done. I saw an old episode of Dino Two One O she was in when she was, you know, really young. Oh, but like and she became a bigger star than people on the show. That's okay. Yeah. I mean, you are right, though. Nobody would know bad movies like you would. So <laughs> I, I've, I've seen a lot yeah. of movies. I've True seen a statement. lot of movies. I've seen good movies. I see. I save You've you never guys. seen a good movie in your life. I save you guys. How many times do you your tell me your favorite movie of all time is John Wick Three? No, John Wick Three is a great movie. <laughs> Terrible. I mean, it's nothing wrong. Oh, the acting's phenomenal. And it doesn't matter. Halle Berry was spectacular. Doesn't matter. Was she though? Eh. Keanu Reeves has more kills than words that he says in the script. It doesn't matter. So you know, Halle Berry's dog was better actor than her in that hey, movie. Hey, whoa, whoa, that's a hot dog take. Dog took a bullet, man. That is a hot take. But how many times, Frostburg, do you say, oh, great, you'd save me eight bucks on that? You know how much money I you saved saved me, the you past saved me seven thousands. Years? It did. I saved you so much money. Thousands. You should be did you reinvest me. that thousand between <laughs> Friday morning and today? You would have had a nice bounce on the stock market. Put it all in Tecate. (laughs) Twitter and how about a fresca? Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Gentlemen, you wear cowboy boots. My hunch tells me many of you don't, or at least not yet. Confession, I was not a cowboy boot guy at all until I discovered Tacovas. That's right, a skeptic is now a full-on boot believer. Why? Because Tacovas does everything right, from the style to the quality to the customer service. Tacovas believes everyone deserves that feeling of comfort and confidence that only comes with a quality pair of cowboy boots. Trust 
trust me, when you hear people say you feel differently, you walk differently in a pair of cowboy boots, you absolutely do. Tacova's boots are handmade with full grain leathers by world class bootmakers, and the styling is classic a handsome look that works in the office or out on the town. There's no break in period. They're very comfortable right off the bat. They all look good. There are different Tacovas for every price tier you are in. Trust me, Tacovas is the real thing. Better yet, they also cut out the middleman and sell direct to you at a price that is truly amazing for this level of quality. Plus, shipping, returns, and exchanges are free and easy. You won't believe how good you look and feel when you find your pair at tacovas.com slash smith. That's tacovas, T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com slash smith, S-M-I-T-H, tacovas.com slash smith, T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com slash smith, S-M-I-T-H, tacovas, Western Goods for new frontiers. Jason Lock and Four on the way. Coming up next, all the latest news coming off the combine. Got quarterbacks, got Odell Beckham. All that and more. Keep it right here. This is Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Odell Beckham, we talked about this earlier today, that... The Browns would, quote, trade Odell if they were blown away by an offer. Jeremy Fowler and Dan Graziano of ESPN reporting the Browns would consider moving Beckham. Now, as Jason Locke and Forrest said, listen, are they going to get the offer what they want? Probably not. Are you going to take a person away from, a weapon away from Baker Mayfield? But this is kind of what's going to happen. Look, I hate to say I told you so, but but I won't because I told you from the beginning. Well, it is one of your favorites. Odell is going to have a very short and brief career with the Cleveland Browns, and his career is going to slowly mirror that of Terrell Owens, where I'll put up a lot of numbers, but every couple of years i got to find a new home. Right, As long as time was in San Francisco, then Daddy moved on, Dallas, Buffalo, Cincinnati, all this. That's going to be what Odell Beckham Jr. has happened. Are they going to get something for him in this offseason? Maybe. They might, but by this time next year, Odell is gone. They can't trade him for nothing this year because even though it's a new regime, it will still look really bad that we traded a first and a third in Jabril Peppers for Beckham last year. So after two years and maybe two years of deteriorating returns, diminishing returns, a team will maybe pony up a first-round pick or a second and a third for Odell, thinking, all right, he just couldn't get it done with Baker Mayfield because Baker Mayfield stinks. All right, we'll go get something. And even if it's less than what they gave up, at this point, two years out, they can move on from Odell. But it's going to happen. At some point, it's not a matter of if, it's just a matter of when. And with the Browns saying, or this report coming out, that we're taking phone calls, even if it's one of those, hey, we got to be blown away, the Browns are letting you know Odell is available. Because the, the Packers aren't saying, hey, if you blow us away for Aaron Rodgers, we'll trade. That's not happening. You know, the, the great players, are, no, no one's saying, Cowboys aren't saying, if you blow us away for Ezekiel Elliott, we'll trade. No, it's not. The great players stay if teams want them. Just the fact the Browns are saying, hey, we'd consider doing it, you know it's going to happen. It's just a matter of time. Well, as Jay Glazer reported going back into, what, week 13, week thir- 14 of the season, that you had Odell Beckham Jr. with the, hey, come get me, right? Going team to team and opponent to opponent, trying to give everybody hugs and saying, hey, Fredo, I knew it was you. But the, hey, come get me, I I want out of here. And part of that had to be from the Freddie Kitchens world and what was being run there. So how much sentiment has changed? Bit of a question. But you still have a lot of voices in the room. We talk about on the offensive side, you know, Baker Mayfield has been given free reign 
you now you have a new coach. Maybe it, it gets better, but maybe not. Miles Garrett on the other side, he's been reinstated. He was a pretty strong presence around there before he tried to whack Mason Rudolph with his helmet. So, I mean, you got all of that stuff going on here that there, there's just a lot. And Jarvis Landry, obviously not exactly a guy that's going to shy away from any bit of throwing his hat in the ring to be a leader and a vocal veteran in that locker room, right? And he was the guy that, along with Nick Chubb, were your two stars mm-hmm. in an otherwise dismal season. Garrett was on pace for a great sack total. He just couldn't stay on the field. Right. So you, you've got that. So the the question is, does Haslam decide to move on? I just wonder how much of it is also a marketplace. Forget about him in a vacuum and his issues of being outspoken, being volatile, all the other small things that added up to big deals in New York, the fact that you have a lot of guys coming out in the draft, as well as a number of other wide receivers that are going to hit the free agent market, that while maybe not the same talent, sure as hell aren't coming in there and causing the problems and unrest that Odell does. So based on a deflated market, I could see him sticking around. Otherwise, I don't know how much hubris of, hey, we got taken – Look, Browns got kicked in the teeth again, right? They had an eight-game rise up where everything was great, and everybody got excited, and a bunch of suckers lost money betting on them for the Super Bowl, and then they got kicked right back down to the dirt just this side of the Bengals, just that fast. So they're right back in the muck and the mire, so this would just be another footnote and another entry on the Wikipedia page. Yeah, and, and look, I can't tell you that I believe that Odell's going to have a great year, could he have a little bit better year than last year? Yeah, he could, but I I, I don't know that it, is Odell going to be motivated. It's impossible to even know. You know, it's it's like they might be trading if he has another mediocre year. It's all right. What are you going to give up for Odell? A second and a third, but just to get his personality out of Cleveland, you're going to have to do it. Well, but that's it, right? Is you have to decide how much that is really the disruption versus your quarterback having rabbit ears mm. and having hired a coach who had no business. Being a head coach. Twitter at How About a Fresca. Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Coming up next, well, after what we've talked about, there can only be one play of the night tonight. We'll get to it. Coming up next. But no one told me. <laughs> no, but I'm telling you now. No one told me. Play of the night is next, and it's on Fox. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Smooth. Huge boner. You know, it's you can't go from drinking velvet to that. Well, yeah, the, Knicks, the Knicks did win. That's too, that's too big a jump. Are you sure? You got to work up to that. I would say it's a huge leap. It, okay. And some models it's, go from I, I, zero to 60 pretty fast. It's Real too, quick. You guys, man. The Knicks won a game, man. It could escalate yeah, that quickly. You, know, you guys, every time you meet a girl, you must scare her off in like a minute. I can't shake them off, you mean. Hi, how you doing? I'm, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm, okay, oh, you know what? I think you're moving a little too fast. No, I'm going to hey, go back over You know what? Here. It's all about the Clooney method, right? You're either in or you're out you right now. It. Does that work? Does it really work? <laughs> I, mean, I think if you look like Clooney, it would work. But if you don't look what like you Clooney, saying? I don't think that would work. I'm a powerful and attractive man. Oh, if I looked like Clooney, I could just walk up to him and go, hi, I'm, I Jason. look like George Clooney. Yeah. It's easy. You just say, it's going to be somebody. Why not be you? <laughs> oh, Isn't yeah. that how they sell a lot of lottery I, tickets? I, I think that's when she looks around and goes, <laughs> hey, stop taking my motto. You stole that straight from the lottery. 
Might as well be somebody. Yeah. That's when she looks around and goes, okay, well, I like that guy yeah. more and that guy and with that guy over there. I think we have a drop for that. That dude with I ain't paying for that. <laughs> that guy over there and that guy in the Mets jacket. Yeah, uh, thing with the guy definitely the not him. Look at that guy. Uh, you know, I think that's... that's guys, definitely not the guy in the Mets jacket. Uh, our play of the night brings us to the basketball mecca of Madison Square Garden. Because tonight, I always laugh when they say that. Though, well, it, it is. hasn't been a basketball concert venue. Good teams come and play in Madison Square Garden all the this time. This is a fair point. The Lakers come there once a year. Yes, yes. exactly. Many good teams. The Rockets were there tonight. You Many said good, good teams. teams. Yeah, Rockets are good. They're, are they they're good. Second they're round not, of the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, they're good. They're not great. They're good see? right now. It's okay. Good teams come through. It's just like concerts, except instead of bands, it's basketball teams. For one night, and one night only. The Knicks win tonight, 125-123 in a thriller. It was a big win. Russell Westbrook misses a jumper at the buzzer. The Rockets shot 56 threes. It was a really entertaining game, but no one's talking about that. What is being talked about is what happened to Spike Lee during the game, because Spike was initially denied entry into Madison Square Garden. Why? Because according to reports, he tried to enter through the wrong entrance at MSG and was held up and told you can't come in. When this happened, somebody who either worked there or or had a cell phone heard Spike Lee complaining about, hey, why can't I come in? I should be able to come in here, and got this audio from Spike, and this is our play of the night. No one told me. No one told me. Just really Spike. just kept yelling that. No one told me. No one told me. No one told me. Strange days indeed. I mean, you see the video, it's like not even pointing at the area where the sound is coming from. It's like pointing at the floor and people are running in to go, go, hey, Spike Lee is uh, here. He's really not happy. There's like seven we people go trying Spike to Lee. calm him down. It's really odd. <laughs> Our play of the night brought to you by Geico. Do you own or rent in your home? Sure you do. Fortunately, Geico makes it easy to bundle your home and auto insurance. It's a good thing, too, because having a home is hard work. Go to Geico.com, get a quote, see how much you could save. Geico.com. Easy. He has seen so much losing in the past 25 years. Right? He had the early 90s. Well, yeah, 94, 99. Yep. And then he had a couple of years where they were okay. Uh, not not and, but, but they still didn't win. No. And now, right, the only claim to fame is that you watched him in picture in picture with the OJ chase. Fast forward to 2020, and it's a lot of losing. And for someone who has a big career as a Hollywood director, it doesn't help his brand that he is associated with the New York Knicks. But he still is okay with it. He should have free tickets, be able to walk into Madison Square Garden whenever he wants to, whether it's a basketball game or a football game, whether whatever it is, he should be able to walk in at any time and and have and enjoy whatever happening there because he goes through a lot of crap for the Knicks. Well, he should also be able to walk and not have to wait for the whistle to get to his courtside seat either. Just. Come no, in whatever you really? Yeah, no, absolutely. Everybody waits for the whistle. No, he shouldn't have to because Even again, Jack Nicholson's got to he, win. He's endured so much losing and, and suffering. I, I mean, Jack had a lot of wins. Clipper Darrell's got to wait for the whistle. Come on. No, he doesn't. Clipper Darrell can go in he doesn't he wants sit to. down courts. He just what yells over the about? whistle. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Nobody can hear the whistle because he's screaming. Uh, I, he has done a lot, but 
considering it was Leon Rose's first day as Knicks president, they went and they cut to him about a thousand oh, times. Oh, yeah, no, he was the hero of the day. Yeah, they cut to him so much in the fourth quarter. He was so proud of R.J. Barrett, like a proud dad. If. Look, the new guy, I got to work harder. If there is now a seismic shift change in the world. Yeah. And the Knicks are now going to win as long as Leon Rose is there and Spike Lee isn't, then Spike Lee can't come to Knicks. No one called me. Oh, no, he's expendable. Yeah, there's, Even there's though he no did question. get in tonight, no, he got great. into the game, they let him in, seat, he, he said everything Dolan. was fine. Yeah, yeah. They got along. It's a great misunderstanding. They didn't really show him on TV. No. That's a whole other problem, but but that's nothing. I have a question before we get out tonight. Yeah. Um, we commemorate the life and times of one James Lipton today. Uh-huh. who passed away at the age of 93 inside the 93, actor's studio. Yes. Just a fantastic run. I, in, in honor of James Lipton, I'd like to ask you a simple question. All right. What's your favorite curse word? <laughs> um, my favorite curse word, I would say, is... Oh, can I, 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 I can't even try to find if a way to exists, not say it. What would you like to hear God um, say to you when you arrive at the pearly gates? I, I, I would... <laughs> I can't. I, I can't. I can't because to imply it. No, it's pretty good. Yeah, no, it's one of the great questions though. I love it when know. you call me Big Papa. <laughs> There's that too. You Twitter. How about a fresca? Mike at Swollen Dome. <laughs> My buddy Ben cool. Maller is coming up next on Fox. No one called me. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... 
right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.